0: And are you looking for that? Do you want if you really, really like sour cream, are you looking for the extra kit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some people, some people some people just really really like sour cream. And I'm like, to be honest with you, it ain't even really good until it's about a month old. That's when it's really hit. That's where it's pod. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. A very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you today. Miss <laughs> Boyce. We out here. JP what it do long friend of the podcast long friend of, well not long friend but friend of mine yes <laughs> listener of the podcast kind of slightly avid listener you've been listening since like the beginning since
1: yeah pretty much since the beginning um I kind of slow a, a lot of it came when I had my commute um my shifts changed often and I was listening to it a lot then and then Kind of over the summer as I was getting ready to transition down to Richmond, slow down a little bit. But I catch up when I
0: can. Is it weird? Is it weird being here right now with the headphones on it's so, in the, the within the pod?
1: Yes, I'm within the pod. It's weird. It's so, but it's really really cool. Um, because I have been listening since kind of the beginning. So it's like I've seen the growth of the pod, and now that I'm here, I feel like I feel like I need like autographs, and I'm like, it's <laughs> so cool. It's so cool. It's like, it's like know, a local celebrity who well i mean
0: i don't feel. I- <laughs> I, I, listen man I, I i take i take love and uh, you know i i i i appreciate it i appreciate it from yeah. people
1: no, it's real cool though um feels really cool to be a part of it
0: okay listen i think i would like to start off with i i would be i would be remiss to not ask you how was your thanksgiving we should start with that.
1: It was really good. It was nice and quiet. Um, I've got a small family. Um, I've got my cousin and his mom are um his dad passed away a few years ago. But they're in Iowa. So it's really just me, my two brothers, and my parents. Um, but it was really good because last year we couldn't spend it with my parents. Um, Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, COVID and then my mom's oh, sick. Right, right, right,
2: right. Um,
1: and so because she had that those problems, um, we couldn't spend it together. So it was really weird because that was the first holidays that we haven't spent together. So it was really nice that we were able to spend it together this year. Um and It was quiet. It was chill.
0: What do you got? I mean, what do you do? do you? Nothing. I know everyone yeah, has their own very special, unique family occasions going on, their yeah. own little rituals. Do you play games? Do, you watch movies?
1: We really like do nothing. Do you I, eat? We, <laughs> yes. Oh, okay.
0: All right. <laughs> yes. Is there anything unique to your dinner?
1: um i wouldn't say so um we
0: have a heart attack mac and cheese at, at the hooks residence and
1: you know it it's like really
0: just just cheese with a bit of mac there's a lot of that cheese
1: seems to be the best way to ma- it's make like mac seven and
0: cheese, different types of cheeses that's how it should be. yeah it's a lot that's
1: how it should be um no we actually don't have mac and cheese um i don't know if that's a mm. cultural thing um it's Wait, what you mean I feel like a lot. Well, I feel like a lot of like like black families make the mac and cheese.
0: Oh, from from
1: what I have gathered and talking to people, um, right? You know, so I, <laughs> I.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you ever? Have you ever visited someone else's? Have you done like a friendsgiving or another thing? Mm-hmm. Did all right? Were these people white? Were they black? Were they were they, black. They had the mac and cheese. They had
1: mac and cheese. <laughs>
0: All right, what are cultural things? All right, what it first of all, I I think that we all just got put on. I feel like there was a boom of information this Thanksgiving for some reason, and that everybody just realized that Popeye sells turkeys.
1: Popeye sells turkeys. Oh, so you didn't know that? I didn't know
0: that. So Popeye sells turkeys. I don't know if it's, I I don't think they're fried. Yeah, like real what turkeys. And And people say that it's delicious. A lot of people go and get them. I don't know. I don't know. Have you been to Popeye's? A lot of other things at Popeye's are good, so it's not like I
1: mean, yes, yeah, I've been to Popeye's. Um,
0: the biscuits are amazing. The
1: biscuits are amazing. I mean, the chicken. Chicken's good. Chicken's good.
0: Chicken's good. Fries. Oof. Oh, yeah, the fries are good. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. Red beans and rice is my favorite side from there. No, not, not my, your I'm thing. I'm not a beans person. Oh, not the beans. Mm. See, I love baked beans.
1: I want to like beans. I just, mm. I, I don't like the texture. Mm. I don't like them. Okay. Just throw that shit out.
0: Creamy. You don't like that.
1: Creamy
0: beans? Yeah, creamy beans.
1: What do you mean? What is, like? you mean? What, what type of beans are you talking Dry beans? Who well, the fuck <laughs> is it? Just dry what beans. Do you, what do you mean? Okay, I guess when, when you say creamy, I think like, all right, we're like mashing it up and that shit's going to become like a creamy <laughs> oh,
0: sauce. Nah, there's usually like a sauce that it comes in.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mashed, I mean, mashed beans. Yeah, nah, I'm not doing I'm mashed was. beans. No. Um... I mean, I, get, I, like, I guess I like the flavor. Like, I remember um, back when I was younger, like, you know, summer camp meals. You might have had, like, the hot dog, the beans of Frank. Um, mm. And I like the flavor. But I would, like, take a bite of the hot dog. You know, you might get some of that cream. Yes. Keep those beans out. I would, like, drain them off.
0: Mm. Use a little colander.
1: I mean, I would ju- <laughs> no. <laughs> a, <laughs> no. Ma- a
0: makeshift colander, no, not even. I would take you're just, my, dra- just like it. I would
1: do with like my cereal. You just I get a forkers.
0: Like, sp- oh, go, yeah, you- because
1: I don't like. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't like milk. Um, but-
0: so you eat the cereal with milk in it, but then once he once the cereal is out, you just pour the milk out. Yeah, you're not so sipping. You're not I sipping. Mean, <laughs> <I don't-
1: laughs> you know, it's, I had a friend who had like one of those bowls that had like a straw attached to it for the cereal. So when you're done, you just drink the straw off the bowl and you get the milk
0: that's weird (laughs) (laughs) i'd much rather just tip over the bowl into my face
1: it was kind of cool though but i just let the
0: milk cascade down into my mouth
1: i've not okay (laughs) i've never been a huge cereal person as it is but um on the rare occasion that i do have it now i'll probably will like drink the milk maybe um but like back then you know you get some of the you take a spoon, you get some of the cereal, and then I like press the spoon up against the side of the bowl and drain drains the milk out. Mm. And I mean, especially now you've got to dog. keep
0: re- you just got to keep refilling the bowl with the cereal till you just finish it all.
1: No, that just goes down the drain.
0: Okay, let's get back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> what what are right, so? What are some of the things you guys are eating?
1: Um, so we do green bean casserole. We'll have, oh yeah. You know, I saw somebody post on Facebook just the other day that like people who eat
0: your like, mother's white correct.
1: Both my parents are white, yeah. Wait a minute. I, well, I'm adopted.
0: Yeah, okay. Right. Okay, new things coming up. Okay, right. well, not new things, but just refreshed things. Refreshed things. Right, refreshed right, right, right. things. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. Okay, so that's why you got the green bean casserole and no mac and cheese. Okay.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so is the casserole like...
0: Usually just casseroles. Usually just cat. A lot of people aren't really putting a lot of Ooh, stuff in bacon. Casseroles. Wait, a casserole really just implies that something is... Is what just put it in one of those deep pans and baked?
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds right.
0: Okay, that sounds
1: right. Hmm. Um, cause yeah, I mean, you can have a whole bunch of different.
0: Okay, green bean casserole, no mac and cheese. Do we no. do cranberry sauce?
1: We usually do. We didn't have it this year. Um, as like we were setting everything up, my dad's like, "Shit, like I forgot to make the cranberry sauce."
0: <gasps> that was the next question. You're making the cranberry sauce. I
1: I think that's what he said. He may have had um some like hands of it. I don't know. I am not a huge cranberry sauce person. Um from what I can remember, I don't know. Anytime I see it, I just pass over it. <laughs> and it's funny that these not make
0: Yeah, there's a huge difference. Right. I can see so I will respect if a family makes a whole meal mm-hmm. scratch by scratch, but they get the cranberry sauce Straight out the can.
1: Yeah. And I just saw somebody post, I don't know what, maybe it was like Twitter or something. And they had two side by sides. And it was one that it was made. And Ocean it was one, spray. It was just the, the gelatin of it on the plate. And yes. they were like, you know, if you want to make that, you make that, keep that to yourself, give me the can. Which yeah. I find like, what is it? I mean, why?
0: i'm I'm not why why do people not like the freshly made, like smashed yeah, cranberries like with backwards. like with like seeds what and is, twigs and yeah cause people okay. yeah, it well, gets, listen, yeah, cause people put nuts and like, seeds and it's like it's yeah, okay. yeah well, that's maybe I haven't had maybe we in the black community, <laughs> all of us <laughs> haven't had good house-made cranberry sauce. If
1: you're finding seeds and twigs and- Well, I think it's like a life.
0: thing. Yeah. I think.
1: So you're not like, you're really not exaggerating. I,
0: no. Um, like people be, yeah.
1: No, I want the can. I haven't, I I have not done a side-by-side taste, but I want the can.
0: Turkey over ham. What ham. do we think? Ham?
1: Without a doubt. Honey-baked.
0: Honey-baked ham, without a doubt. Yeah. Understood. I don't like turkey. Do you like pineapple with your ham?
1: Um. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I we don't usually do that, but I wouldn't be opposed to that.
0: Do you do Hawaiian pizzas? Not at Thanksgiving, just in general. Are yeah. you one of you will eat like I'll a Hawaiian, pineapple and pizza? You know, some people think you're a psychopath, right?
1: Well, that's perfectly fine.
0: Okay, I just want—I just—I just.
1: I just Are, do, do you eat pineapple and
0: pizza? I'll mostly eat anything because I'm fucking nasty.
1: Okay. Well, minus I, the twigs and the seeds. I grew and
0: the earth. up in a household where grandma was looking at me like, oh, Erlana, you eat what's on the table. There are people in Africa that are starving. So no matter what it was, so she made a lot of just meaty things, right? She mm-hmm. loved rare meat. So she would, that's what it was. It was catfish every Sunday. That's not rare meat, but still catfish on Sunday. A yeah, lot of meatloaf, blah, blah, blah. No, don't eat catfish <laughs> don't raw. But so I got a lot of just regular, I guess you could call it soul food from her. Okay. But then I also had vegans and vegetarians in my family. So I grew up d- e- drinking wheatgrass juice and s- eating celery stalks. So you're
1: like a garbage disposal. You're just really Yes,
0: exactly. Okay. So I just had to eat whatever was given to okay. me. So I'll mostly eat whatever. I'll probably I'll eat a house made. If somebody hit me up with a house made cranberry sauce, if you feel like I don't know what I'm talking about, put me on. I'm always <laughs> I'm always open to things. I really
1: Try it. I mean, you know, I say I'm not a cranberry sauce person, but I really couldn't tell you the last time I'd actually tried it. I don't know if it's just because we don't. Well, maybe we do have it. I, I think I see it more at Christmas than Thanksgiving. I could be wrong. I could just really just skip over it. Mm. Um, but I would like to try
0: both. To so what? So what's on your plate? You're skipping over a lot of. The, what's on your plate?
1: I skipped over cranberry sauce.
0: And if there were happen to be beans there, you're skipping over that.
1: Yeah. No, we don't. Eat it. E- I don't
0: turkey know. is off.
1: I okay. T- Turkey is not off like the twigs and the seeds and the cranberry sauce. I could have turkey. Um,
0: could have
1: if if we have
0: if someone hands, put a gun in your head and said eat this turkey, you're definitely gonna gobble eat
1: gobble. It. Like yes. So. <laughs>
0: What's on, what do you? All right, okay, this is what I should have asked you. What is the one thing you have to have on your plate? That's what I should have started with.
1: So my three like requests are always green bean casserole, potatoes, whether it's scalloped potatoes or mashed potatoes. I. You, just freaking love potatoes. What is this? I just it says, oh, I just, I freaking, just freaking love, love potatoes. potatoes. Okay,
0: okay. On the and back of the phone, the pop, wow.
1: the pop socket is. I'm a slut for potatoes in every shape or form, a potato hoe, if you will.
0: Very I, nice. I. Very nice. I'm
1: passionate about
0: potatoes, and you're also passionate about um corny ass jokes. punts Oh, I'm sorry. Just just puns. P- well, okay. But right. also jokes as well. Yeah, you maybe. Know
1: like um yes corn, i,
0: I like jokes. killed one the other day a pun okay listen i don't normally brag maybe <clears> I, <throat> maybe i do <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you so we got into this conversation at thanksgiving and it got heavy. it was about indigenous people what to say what to not say like you know, clearly Indian is is off the table. Like, that's not what you're supposed to. We right. learned that a long time ago, right. but people still use Indian. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know why I don't use Indian, just go look it up. I'm not doing it here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Native American mm-hmm. was like the next thing down the list. And that's now something that people are, are rethinking. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, we have Native. All right. Sure. That makes sense. American. That's where the issue lies, because now it's, well, you call them native of this land. Right. But to call someone a Native American implies that they are native to America. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't America until some people with buckles on their shoes decided to come over here and start (laughs) and start saying whatever the fuck they felt like and manifest destiny, blah, 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 blah. And here we are. And here we are. Me too. Me too. Right. Right. So, native, sure. So, just proper, would you just stay with just native or indigenous, but throwing the American on the native, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, you know, people, it it got into a serious discussion about this. And then to get in the effort to get out of this conversation, my aunt was like, okay, everybody, joke time. I got a joke. This is Aunt Lana. She's great. So just
1: like mid-conversation.
0: Well, it wasn't. It was just like, man, we really need something to get out of this.
1: So let's do the
0: joke. So she was like, okay, I got a joke. I don't know where she got this joke or why she thought that this was the one. Maybe it was just off the top of her head. But she said, hey, where do you send a rainbow when it's arrested? You got anything? You got any, you got any thoughts? Nothing? Nothing at all? A prism. <laughs> See, just the fact that you even laughed just now, <laughs> just the, and you, then I was a real I, laugh I too.
1: Yes, no, I.
0: But look, so you. But, but look, but look, so she laughed and then she said, "Oh, but don't worry, it'll be a light sentence."
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, this was your aunt. Yeah. You <laughs> up with her. Aunt Lana,
0: Aunt Lana, she's she's awesome. Okay, hold on a second. So then, you know, Uh, so we're laughing. Got a little tear going. And (laughs) that's see, so you can (laughs) I mean, okay. So 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 I say, Does the joke go any further? She said, no, no, no. That like that that was it. And I said, no, yes, it does. So now this is me off this off the Okay. So we're here, right? Rainbow goes to prism when arrested. But don't worry, it'll be a light I'm so sentence. I feel like a little giddy. I said, I'm going to let this sit for a second. I said, and since it's being sent far away, you could call it a leper con. <laughs> Ooh. You know, that was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to let it sit. Let it sit. That's
1: a good one. That's a a good leper
0: con.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you. That's I'm just, good. I'm just saying. I that was off the dome. I just good. want my respect. No,
1: you got it. Thank you, you. You got it. Yeah, I have. I don't.
0: That was a gift. That was a gift from above.
1: That was a good one. Thank you. Um, and I love that it played on to like three previous ones. Right. Um, I have a list on my phone. Um, because I, I really do love puns. I like, and you know, Soaks and I get into discussion about it all the time because he likes like the really smart. Not those ones. Mm. I like give me those like cheesy corny ones. Right. Those are the best ones. So I have a list. On just my
0: dad phone. jokes. Just yes, yeah, yes, yeah. love the
1: dad jokes. Um, as you can see, I'm like literally had tears coming to my eyes from those.
0: You really did.
1: Yeah. Um, but I have a list on my phone because <laughs> it's just, <laughs> what?
0: It's just a li- like you were like really
1: I, I, really into I genuinely it. Generally thought it was hilarious. Okay. Um.
0: Of, but the list, yeah. of
1: puns, because um just going on the list, um, because one of uh, the kids, well he's not a kid, he's 31, who I work with, um, he got a calendar for Christmas last year, a pun calendar. So every day it's a different pun. And so mm-hmm. when I have sessions with him, um we we do the pun. So if like that day or you know, the previous days. And so anytime I see that there's one that makes me laugh like that, I add to list. So and, I wanna add that one.
0: And is is this so is this for when you're maybe like in a in a down mood, like a blue mood? And you'll go into this thing just to give yourself some laughs. Like, when do you act like what state of mind do you have to be in to actually go and refer back to the list?
1: Um, You know, I've never referred to it just like on my own. Um, oh. But if I'm having a conversation with somebody and puns come up, I'm like, yo, l- let me let me pull this out. And I pull out some good puns.
0: <clears throat> Two things. There's a few different ways I want to go right now. A few different avenues I want to take. Okay. Because you just talked about. Your job, mm-hmm. right? And we'll get there. Okay. You've also talked about in an Anthony Stokes. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, we
1: will get there. Which, Yo, which, shout out to which, you, Stokes. We will get there.
0: Which, <laughs> which clearly, who we've had on the podcast and mm-hmm. all of his fervor,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Yep. But before we get to those things, i I'd, I'd like to I'd like to give a shout out, a very intentional shout out. To Tinder.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we could <can> do that.
0: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, you know, no real details. That is how we came to be. That mm-hmm. is how we met. It is. And I, 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 I need to say this because I have friends. I've known many people that want to say truthful things on their dating profiles, but they feel like. Either they don't know how to articulate it correctly, or that there really is no way to articulate it correctly. And that if someone reads it, it is okay. You're just like a fucking a horn dog. Like you're just here you're, for something. you like the bio, right? So this in particular, one of the biggest things people ask: What are you here for? Like it's gonna happen almost ninety-eight oh, percent of yeah. the time. What are you here for? Yep. Yeah upon the first or second message i would i would probably say yeah right a lot of people want to say this but do not know how this is the following i am here for organic exploration i am here for whatever presents itself in whichever way it needs to present itself for me to deem it worthy of my time. And that means a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. If you're a very open person, which you would have to be open to say something like that, that means, shit, I'm, o- I'm starting a business. If you if, if I feel like you're a decent business partner, I might bring you on to something I got going on. I've seen people do some networking on that, <laughs> right? I could just be here for followers on Instagram. Right. I've seen a I lot of that.
1: your list of like you.
0: Oh, yeah. I people. came up with like nine of right. them. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot of reasons why people get on there. <laughs> Again, people, you know, uh, just I want to take you to a wedding. I've seen a lot of that. I'm, I'm coming. I, I need a wedding date. Mm-hmm. Who wants to just go do a wedding together? I want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Or I would be open to having sex if I went out with someone and the vibe was right and it was just cool. I would be open for a friend if that came from it. I'd be open to seeing where a friendship went and maybe possibly down the line being a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whatever the case is. But but to marginalize the expectations, I think I think it diverts people from actually achieving a lot of the time what they would like to achieve in an organic and successful truly successful way a a fitting way because you can just make someone your boyfriend or girlfriend off there but that doesn't necessarily mean that it fits it doesn't mean that it's a good fit for you right so i think a lot of the time again marginalizing your openness to these things will completely derail you from getting what you actually want i
1: personally hate that question when someone asks um what are you like what like what are your intentions here
0: what are you what's your answer
1: uh well, it depends on the time. Typically, it's, you know, um, open to friends or like I'm looking for something long term because um, mm. I'm, I'm never looking for um, just a hookup. Um, I'm not networking. I don't, know <laughs> I don't know what else you had on that list. Um, yeah, so, you know, friends are yeah. long term. That's like pretty much what I'm looking for. Um, but I personally feel like when somebody asks that right off the bat, you know, if it comes if we have a conversation for a little while. Um, things seem to be going well. And then he asked, okay, that's okay. But when it's right off the bat, it just, to me, that just screams like you're not looking for anything serious, which may, may-
0: if, if, if some, if someone asks you mm-hmm. what it is you're looking for, yeah. then, I- then you assume that that person isn't looking for something serious. Yes. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's just, you know, past experiences. Um, but when someone asks me that off the jump, um, I immediately roll my eyes. And then the conversation is just dull. Mm. It's just a lot of people just can't have a decent conversation. And I find that the people who ask that initially fall in that category.
0: So I'll say two things about what you just said. One, um, I'll get into the, the more Earl, Earlified one second. <laughs> First one is just you and I are now friends and we've built a a pretty cool friendship Mm -hmm. right from there. And that, that it didn't, it didn't necessarily start there. I mean, kind of in a way, like we always clicked, like it was always good energy, Mm -hmm. what we had going on. But if, but if it was ever marginalized, and and i did ask you that question or my or either of our answers were very strict then there's a very good chance that we would not be here recording this podcast mm-hmm. right now and so that's why i'm just saying i find myself remaining open to the possibilities of what of, of what my relationship with anyone could be mm-hmm. because there's so many like the spectrum of relating to someone is so vast, It's so vast. And so I just, I, and I love to invest in humans and I don't, I never know what form my relationship is going to take with someone. So I just let it breathe and it will, it will form itself.
2: Yeah. And so I'd
0: I'd much rather just that be the case. So again, shout out to Tinder. I was a long winded way of saying (laughs) shout out to Tinder for that. And for this, uh, Tinder sponsored this. Uh, Tinder is sponsoring this right now.
1: Oh, really? No, no
0: I know. <laughs> um, the second thing I'll say.
1: This sounds you, like you're getting ready for the Earl one. <laughs> yes.
0: You know how I feel to some degree. You have to about conversation.
1: I think we all do. <laughs> to some degree, I think we all do.
0: So you say that a lot of people. Are just trash. It's dull. Yes. It's bland. Yes. It's probably a lot of, not literal, but figuratively speaking, copy and paste
1: probably. conversation probably. that people are having. <sighs> and it drives me fucking insane.
0: So. I want to Change. People's perception of conversation. Okay. I want to further people's minds on what conversation can be, what it probably ought to be, what it can do for people. I, I want, I want to open people's eyes when it comes to conversation. I think that's a great thing. Speaking of opening <laughs> eyes together with people. Let's talk about the word conversation. Okay. A lot of the times, I mean, I'm super into just figuring out the definitions of things. And sometimes that leads me back to a lot of root words for things. Now, I decided I was going to pick up Spanish as my second language years ago. So it just so happens that we have con, C-O-N. Mm-hmm. You already have co in that. So you already know that it's... It, It's a collaboration, collaboration, that multiple things are coming together to make this thing happen. So, con, con, that means with in Spanish. Okay. Ver, V E R, that means to see in Spanish. So, I'm already looking at this word as the act of seeing together. The act of seeing things together. A lot of the time when people are having conversations, they are not seeing things together. Correct. They are seeing to split screen. I just told you a story yep. before this, split yep. screen versions a, of something. So that's
1: immediately in my mind. It's just dividing and
0: that's right. And and a lot of people, I talked about this on the last podcast, they don't even have the intention of trying to see things together.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it is. A remarkable thing to communicate with someone on such a level where you guys just get closer and closer and closer to matching or synchronizing your wavelengths on in in every way, shape, or form, every way that you can. I was listening to to Elon Musk have a conversation with Joe Rogan, and he was just like, Yeah, you know, like 10 years down the line we'll probably, you know, we'll probably have the option to stop speaking to each other. I was like, whoa, whoa, what you talking about? Right. He's like, well, once we get this neural link in people's skulls, which I've talked about before, at some point, his issue with, with communication, I guess our issue with communication is that you have to take a complex thought, try to distill it into words. You have to, you have to, you know, compress them into words as best you can, which people are terrible at. Mm -hmm. Get it out to the other person. Then now that person has to decompress those words and try to interpret what was going on. You may have heard some of the words the person said. You may have missed some of the words. You may know some of the words. You may not know some of the words that they use. You may feel too proud to not ask them what some of the words that you didn't understand were. There's also, and then, there's all sorts of reasons why you won't interpret what's coming out of somebody's mouth correctly, Mm -hmm. all sorts of reasons. So it's like, yeah, there may be a time in the next like 10, 15 years where we can just kind of bypass that. And it's more so like thoughts just being transferred in a, in a way. But, but even that's interesting to me because I'm like, well, how is it, how, how am I interpreting it? Like what, like what is the matter? What's the, what's the stuff? Well, that I am to interpret it if it's not into symbolism like yeah, words. Yeah, like
1: I if I I'm I'm ignorant with this whole topic. I don't know anything about that. Um so like my okay, so is it like I have a thought, I send my thought to you, and it's now become your thought, like you just can read my mind. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah,
0: that's that's what I was trying to figure out. Joe Rogan didn't ask him <clears throat> good enough questions back. Right. Be because because I'm tra- I had a lot. <laughs> yeah, because I'm trying to figure out, again, without the symbolism of the words and definitions yeah. to match words, and what is it that I am interpreting exactly? Yeah,
1: because what difference does that make? Because, OK, hypothetically, let's let's say that that's what it is. I have a thought. I'm thinking it. It's now in your mind. It's still technically my words. So whether I spoke them verbally or you're just like thinking it, how are you still able to articulate what I'm trying to say?
0: It's so it's so if you have some ideas right now, this very moment, say you don't you don't really. But but see, that's that's what doesn't make sense to me, because I feel like we kind of need words in order to give our thoughts power. Like, I think we sort of need words in order for now. Some people think that words. Diminish the thought that having to distill these emotions and these conceptualizations into words actually dampen the the real message. And that there's there are things behind the words, there's meaning behind the words that if you just understood those, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. You,
1: but if there's meaning, there's it's still words. So you can't just say that and get out your meaning behind those words. Uh, I
0: don't know. It's not making sense. No, it's, I think, Um, I think that this is, I know, and I don't think that we'll (laughs) quite understand it until this thing is, comes into fruition.
2: Yeah.
0: Either way, to go back to conversation, me trying to push it forward. I, yeah, I, I just, I don't think that people, truly understand the nature of conversation. I don't think they understand the potential mm. that conversation has. I don't think that they understand the the potential, the capacity that it has to change their quality of life through through real engrossing human connection. Mm. i I don't think that they know about these things. And I don't think that there's enough value placed on it. Not enough to make people go out of their way to right. try to figure out how to become the best communicators that they could become. So you end up on Tinder saying, whatever the, f- yo,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo, what it,
2: do? what it do,
1: what it do baby boo. What that thing do? All right,
0: what it is. <laughs> oh. it's, it's very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. I talked to Blaze and Vince about it. And I said, theoretically, you could have a new, you know, I, I, how many times am I going to say I don't like to brag but didn't? And okay. then not And here you are. <laughs> well, the thing is, well, the thing is, this a common, a common message sent to me when I was on these, these dating apps was. Wonderfully refreshing. That was my that was my most frequent review. Wonderfully. Wait,
1: wait, oh, the, that, the, that's it. The comment wasn't wonder wonderfully refreshing. That's
0: that's the response that I get when I say what I say to them first. They're like, I've never seen or heard anyone say anything remotely close to what you just said to me. Okay, got it. And that is because. Every single time I saw someone on there, what I said to them, I couldn't say to anyone else. It wouldn't make any sense mm-hmm. because what I said to them was catered to them right. and them alone.
1: Yeah. And I think I was one of the, I think that I've, I mean, multiple times, over the times that we have conversed, you know, since we first met that I've said it's refreshing. Talking to you is refreshing because of things like that. You're it's just not normal. Yeah, yeah. It is your side of Manassas man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, just being here again is it's refreshing. it's i I entered the pod of not my side of Manassas. <laughs> you,
0: you have entered the pod. <laughs> this Thanksgiving at my home, well the day after Thanksgiving, we decided to watch King Richard, you know anything about this movie?
2: Nope.
0: Okay. Will Smith, okay, you know that guy. He's one of my. He's favorites. done a couple things. He's been out. He's new. He's, new. he's a new actor. Yeah, I've he's seen him look. kind of
1: in the tabloids a little bit. It seems like you know he's, got he's
0: always stuff. going through he's got some, some shit. Some stuff
1: going on. Yeah,
0: yeah. Jada Pinkett's always <laughs> running <Yeah>. around, <laughs> Putting out all this, all this information <laughs> on the red table. Every time that red table comes out, or she's on somebody, or she, it's every something. time she talks, she's like, it's, "Yo, this motherfucker, I, Will." I saw
1: something the other day. Someone said something like, "We're one interview away from knowing who killed Pac."
0: <laughs> yeah. who ki- who killed Pac? yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> because i think that was the last thing that jada was bringing up uh, on the dude. He went all the way back hey that's right. really so funny shout out to twitter <laughs>
0: <laughs> the internet is undefeated. It yeah.
1: is. It definitely is. It definitely
0: is. Twitter's a wild We're place. one interview away from none. Jada Piggy, you just keep talking. It right?
1: <laughs> yes, I know Will Smith.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, that's,
1: really
0: that's really funny. That's creative. So, so uh, King Richard is the story, is the, the Venus and Serena Williams story. Oh, okay. King Richard is okay. Richard is their father, okay. Very interesting guy. Super, super interesting guy. I am obsessed with greatness. Mm-hmm. I love excellence. I revel in getting to observe people, things in general. Which is one why another reason why you're here. We're gonna get into you and your bashfulness about coming on a podcast. We'll get into okay. that. But I'm I'm watching Will Smith play this character, and one he killed this role.
1: I'm gonna have to
0: watch it. Absolute. I cried easily three times, and it wasn't even like super pivotal points. It was just the relationship that this guy had with his daughters. The love he gave them, the way he built them up, there was just a point. I mean, one of them, I remember they were they were driving in this little buggy that he had, this little Volkswagen buggy. Sort of looked like the Scooby Doo van in a sense, but okay. it was red. And he was telling, he had. Uh, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but he was he was talking to his daughters, and he was saying, you know, this world has never respected Richie, Williams, like him. You know, this world's never respected me. But they gonna fucking respect y'all. They gonna re- they gonna respect y'all, gives me bro. I oh. every but there were so many moments like that where he, like both parents they were just giving so much love and support to these girls. Like still I to- was like, bro, I am now too. <laughs> from what I'm saying, that's crazy. I I was crying, it was. It was, it was this <laughs> is my allergies. It was it was it was very touching but I'm watching this guy and what he saw in his daughters. He was like, I knew I had champions. I I couldn't nobody tell me that I knew it the moment I got them out on that court. I'd been planning this before they were born. I've been reading books. You just saw this madman, the way that he was striving for greatness in his unborn children. Right? Then they hear he got him on the court. He's working them, but he also put, you know, education and love and humility and all that first.
1: He manifested
0: that before. They oh my him. God! You you yeah. have to Talk watch this dedica- movie. Yeah, no, bring it to your I'm family. You should watch there. it with your family. Okay. Wait, can you not do that?
1: I mean, I, uh, my, is it
0: just rough trying to get everybody together to do yeah, that? Yeah,
1: it's not gonna happen. Maybe it's not gonna I happen. could with my parents. Um, it, my brother. No, not my brothers.
0: We can. I'll watch it with you. I'll watch that all motherfucker right. again. <laughs> Easily. That is, it's such a beautiful. And I didn't know much about the Venus and Cerulean. Yeah, no, I didn't know. I know they
1: play tennis. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is a good start. Yeah. It's a great start. I mean, it's the biggest part of it. Right. right. Like they play tennis. But the intricacies, what he did to get them there, how driven they were, what the mom was like, and, and the extremely unorthodox steps that he took to get them there. Mm-hmm. Because he was like, oh, no, all y'all doing this. Well, we going to do this instead. Oh, all the girls are going and playing in this tournament. Well, we going to go over here and do this. It was very. And and there was a point where he just kept them out of tournaments. He kept them practicing. but He was like, we're going to keep you out because I don't want to burn you out. Mm We're going to keep you out of tournaments. We just going to focus on school. Learn these different languages.
1: That's definitely a different um, tactic than it seems to be for most people. And clearly it worked.
0: Exactly. And that's my whole point. You see Will Smith playing this character, and you see the excellence in him as an actor. Mm -hmm. But then you also see the character, him bringing to life this this vivacious, driven, heartfelt guy that loved his children more than anything in the world. Is he
1: still alive, their father?
0: I don't know. Okay.
1: (laughs) Like, I really have. N- I, 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 yeah. I know they play tennis.
0: No, That's I was with you. I'm right there with you. That's all I knew as well. I wonder if you. And, and Serena was with Drake at a point in time. I knew that, yes. too. Yeah. Right. That's about it. That's I about as kinda, far as it goes. I kind
1: of forgot about that until you just said that. But
0: yeah. So I'm looking at this guy and I'm looking at his vision. He always told him, if you you got a plan for it. You plan for things, like you said, you manifest it. Mm-hmm. But you have to plan for things and you have to stick with the plan. Mm-hmm. And so let's let's take everything I just said about King Richard. I'll leave it there so I don't ruin the movie for everyone else. Yeah, I could definitely want to see it. But just the idea of this guy's excellence and his vision.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just got put on to this show. Shout out to my girl Emily. Thank you for putting me on to this baking impossible. You know anything about baking impossible? Have you seen? it? Well, they're on their first I know season that it's on impossible Netflix.
1: Impossible for me, but that's all I could tell you.
0: You have you tried?
1: Have you tried to bake? Uh, I mean, uh, well, what are we talking baking here? I mean, like
0: You're putting something in, in the in the oven and and, and pressing the bake <laughs> and letting it go. That isn't a frozen pizza. <laughs>
1: Um, Okay, when you say baking, are we talking like desserts or just like baking something in the oven?
0: Oh yeah, because you probably knocked that green bean casserole out to out I the park. I can do.
1: I can do the casserole. Um, I I'm really real quick.
0: What's the what's the recipe? Go ahead. Or do you not want to give it? Is it like a family secret?
1: No, it's not. Do you um, have
0: family secret recipes? Because that's interesting.
1: Um, you don't have to we, give we, them. We do. Um, you gotta give them. I just
0: wanted I wasn't to ask. Oh damn! was you think I was gonna fucking betray the, my family?
1: No, and I, giving I mean, out
0: that sauce.
1: May, it, my dad is no really... No pun intended. <laughs> um, my dad is really the one in the kitchen. I've... Man... Like, if you know me, I don't cook. I'm not one in the kitchen. I like to clean. Um, okay. Uh, like, I will go um, to Shelby's. Shout out to Shelby. Um, Shout out to Shelby. Um, and...
0: I hope you still don't hate me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Water under the bridge, man. Come on. Years ago. It ought to be... I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> <Continue>. <laughs> She's better than that. Um... But like her husband cooks, he will chef it the fuck up. Shelby's kind of like me; she's you know maybe a level two or three ahead of me. But um,
0: is ooh. the cleaning thing cathartic for you? You feel like it's your zen moment. Like, what is it about? Do you think when you do it? Or I know you used to listen to podcasts while you were clean. I think you told me that.
1: I, I do. Um. Yep. I do that. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't cook, so I clean. Um, but like, well, I was bringing her up because, like, you know, I go over there for dinner. Um, and all right, you guys cook, and I'll I'll do clean. I'll clean. I'll do all the dishes and whatnot.
0: And- well, you have to. <laughs> that that you, is true. By okay, the way, if people, true. oh yo, hold, no, because if no, you cook, you clean. Yeah, I was about to say because we can't. I I I have gotten better at understanding common sense ain't so common. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we can't <laughs> we can't just gloss over certain important things that are just trivial to us. Just makes sense completely us. Right. Hey, people listening! If you go to someone's home and they cook for you, you at least should offer.
1: And then when they say no, you offer again
0: to clean, and, and then, then yes, maybe go
1: grab a dish and just like start doing it. And and, the, it. And, and, and if, if they come
0: really, slap it out right, your hand, then okay, it, like, all right,
1: cool, you got it, Slim. Um, but
0: <laughs> Slim,
1: <laughs> but
0: no, you are a thug. There's a bit of thug in you.
1: Hey man, you know, I'm from you listen. I know we I know. Crying. I know you
0: run the streets. I'm, I know I know. I know.
1: I'm from my side of my screets. Screets. screets with a K. Yes. Yeah. We're not gonna throw a Z on the end, but I was know. about to <laughs> say
0: it's definitely a Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you don't bake for shit. <laughs> or cook for shit. Not or really. Make it. You, you know, make a good salad? I make great salads.
1: I have never really tried to make a good salad. Really, okay. salad, throw some okay. Um, but I probably—I mean, there's some stuff that I can do.
0: What does your diet consist of? Just real quick. I know where we're at. I got the tab open. Where, 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 where? What's your diet? Which, where were you eating? Uh, just in Chick Fil A. What are we doing? Sure, I do Chick Fil A. Yeah, I people got... don't even know. Hey, another pro tip for people, because every time I say this, people don't even be knowing. Strawberries, cookies and cream mixture.
1: You can do that exactly. You can do that.
0: You're welcome. You're welcome. Everybody, go enjoy.
1: Yo, okay, I'm out.
0: Go enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that's all you yeah, that's All you gotta do is just tell them to mix a couple plates. Yeah, I they'll do it.
1: The the newest thing. They may that even
0: heard. ask you how many pumps of each you want.
1: Okay, Starbucks. What,
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure.
1: I didn't know. You, I really didn't know you could do that. You're welcome. I don't have milkshake. I'm not too much of a sweets person. Um, hmm. I don't have milkshakes too often. Um,
0: Ain't no sweets on the plate. Ain't no cranberry I- sauce. Ain't <laughs> no turkey. Ain't no beans.
1: I've, I've never been a huge sweets person. Um
0: it's for the best
1: it y- well I mean I guess my back to your question about like what my diet is no it's not I mean, is it for the best because my diet's not any better you know I might not have sweets but like my diet's you not, said not it's, any
0: better yeah. you know yeah. we'll, hold on we'll, we'll let it. come on let us in a little bit since you're not going to give us the great prophesized secret family recipes <laughs> you can <could> at least <laughs> just give me a couple of things
1: I don't know man like what is there to offer if if it's there I'm eating it <laughs> So you're a garbage disposal like me. Yes. We both do this. Yes. Uh, Yes. Fucking right. Yes, You just might have more healthier stuff.
0: um, Oh, yeah. For sure. In your routine. Yeah. No, that is. Yeah, that is for sure. I got some green juice in there right now. Some green shards, celery, cucumber,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: kale juice. Yeah. Right now, it kind of sounds like you would like the seeds and the twigs from. To be honest with you, I think I might, and I should, and <laughs> yo, somebody bring me some, cause I'll I'll eat it. I think I will. Okay. I think I will. I think I, I I shat on it undeservedly. So. Okay.
2: Yes. All right.
0: Um. Baking Impossible. They're on their very first season. Another gem for you guys. I'm dropping gems for people today. I'm giving people. People are gonna come <laughs> away from this episode with like, hey, I got some things to do now. <laughs> First season, Baconer. Have you ever heard the term? No. Baking engineering.
1: Okay. I kind of I could put that together. It makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was, was, that wasn't the gem that you... No. Okay. <laughs> so,
0: I have ranted and raved about the show Chopped on mm. here before. And the mastery of looking in a basket, looking at these items, and being like, oh, my God. Like, how did they come up with this thing, it, yes. this creation? It's, it's, yeah, it's an Fuck art. Fuck that show.
1: It's, oh. But, I, not, not
0: really, I, not really. I, but, but but I
1: have heard how much – like, I've heard on multiple episodes you talking about shops. So the fact yeah, that you're know, coming in here, yeah. I think the one I was just listening to. Yeah, out yeah, of, I did. Um, so the Cause, fact cause, that you are – Okay, I'm really – Okay, let's hear it.
0: The, they There are, like, nine teams, and they take – these top bakers and top engineers and they just throw them on a team together. They've never met before and they start giving them these missions and they have to build these very large cakes that also do things because there's mechanics and wiring involved in it. And there's these things called stress tests that they have to, you know, I don't know if accomplish. Mm -hmm. So the very first one is they have to build a boat, a cake boat that with, you know, and that has to have to have sails because with fan power, it has to be able to float in this like 20 feet lagoon that they have created. And it has to float across this thing. And it has like a rotor in it so they can steer the cake. As it goes across this this river, this lagoon.
1: I'll tell you what, it couldn't fucking be me.
0: 99% edible at that, the cake. It's not, no. It's absolutely insane, but it's so beautiful because you get to see these these bakers. Again, and, and this is where communication comes in because you have these bakers that have to, on the fly, tell and teach these engineers what they're doing, mm-hmm. what their side is going to be, and how they can help them. And the engineer also has to do the same. Mm-hmm. And so you're just seeing these great minds come together and make beauty. It's such a marvelous.
1: Oh, it was called Baconer?
0: No, it's called Baking Impossible.
1: Oh, Baking Impossible. God.
0: They have a baconer. I think like the first one, like the person that sort of coined the phrase as a judge. Then they have an engineer as a judge. And then like the top, like a top uh, pastry chef. Mm-hmm. And so you you get graded on everything: how it tastes, how it looks, how the the engineering of it was put together. It's everything. It's such a beautiful thing to watch.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fascinating.
0: It's excellence. It's, it's vision, mm-hmm. and you get to see it come to life. And a lot of the times, why I'm so engrossed in so if these headphones aren't necessarily the most comfortable through time, this or you you just got to adjust them. You yeah, be yeah, right. we're good. We're good. But I love to see this greatness because I feel a connection to it. I see that these people have this passion and they have this vision for something that outside lay people would have. They wouldn't know where to start. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't even know to think that that's a thing. Yeah. That I could even do that. And so I love people innovating in bringing something that you think you have a firm grasp on, or at least an idea of how far it could go or what people do with it. And and then pushing the envelope and being like, nope, here's the next step of this field. I believe this is going to be one of the most braggadocious or dangerously confident things I've said on this podcast. I want to take conversation to that level.
1: Now I see how i wrapping back around. Okay.
0: I do that sometimes. Yeah,
1: you, yep. You're good at that.
0: I want people to understand that there is a, that there are levels of conversation that they are not even close to tapping into. So that people, more people can aspire to have more engrossing, enthralling, substantial, connected conversation with other human beings that, that bring life to their quality of experience.
1: That sounds like a really difficult task, honestly.
0: Absolutely. But guess what? It didn't stop any of these other people. And that's the thing with greatness. It's either you're one of these people where it's either. Cause in my mind, we're doing it or we're not. Blaze said that on the last episode. She'd never knew any different. Mm-hmm. That intensity is. It's. It's. I. I don't know if it's. If it's wrought from just genetics, or I'm certain there's a. a a balance between nurture and nature
1: right but when you're nurtured with that from the get-go that's just, that's just it's life. different yeah
0: so that's all you know is i'm doing this thing yeah i know that it sounds very difficult L- let's do it yeah, B- because what else do i do
1: well like you said that um
0: you nothing know, meaningful has ever been easy
1: right and you are comparing it to these bakers and these engineers who want to strive to get to that level I'm thinking about people who I know that could really use some tips and tricks of good conversation, and I don't think they they care enough to improve their conversation skills. So mm. that's what's going to make it difficult. Because, like, what's wrong with my talk? What do you mean? Ooh. Our conversation's just fine. Why, like, I don't need to improve anything. Right. I think that's maybe the hard part finding well, people the, who are motivated enough for that.
0: Well, the thing is, a lot of people don't. Kn- again, but that was my whole point. A lot of people don't even know that the level of conversation that they're having is is basic mm-hmm. people don't know that there are levels above that they're thinking why well, I, ha- I have conversation every day i have conversation yeah. with people every day like i'm having conversation what do you mean i said this to this person they said this to me back and then we went and did our thing we had a conversation like what are you talking about that's what i'm saying and guess what well you and i can come in here and bake some shit right now But it ain't nowhere near the level of baking that baking has gotten to. So that's the point. I don't think that there are enough people out here that are true, avid conversationalists Mm -hmm. that are pushing things forward. There are tons of podcasters. There are tons of interviewers. There are tons of news anchors. But I don't, I don't, with my vision and understanding of conversation, see people pushing it where I know it can go. Like King Richard knew his daughters could go.
1: Yeah. And I think that's because a lot of people who are... I'm really
0: calling him King Richard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the name of the movie. It's just... oh. <laughs> really calling this nigga King Richard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I need to relax. It's just... <laughs> Sorry, Richard Williams. <laughs> Richard Williams.
1: I almost forgot that like Williams was her last name. Yes. I was thinking it was like King Richard.
0: No. it's No. no. Just... <laughs> yeah. Um, It's a good movie title.
1: (laughs) But I think that that's because a lot of people who are at that higher level of conversation are really only having conversation with people who match their level. I mean, maybe not, you know, Mm -hmm. only, but, you know, I think that the people who um, like you and people like you who would be great people to push that kind of conversation on people who are not so great at conversation aren't really. They're just not going to have conversations with people necessarily, or maybe think or care to push it?
0: You know, uh, you know, outside of conversation, really, and I guess maybe I should broaden my ambitions, because, which is funny to say. I should broaden <laughs> my ambitions because I'm talking about a baking show, and I'm talking about Will Smith in this new movie and how that correlates to what I'm doing. So really, I think what I'm saying is I want to be as great as possible for what it does and how it fulfills me, but also because anybody looking at excellence will be will be fueled by that in whatever vocation they choose. Whatever it is, you should be able to look at someone great. No don't matter what it is. If they're just the best joke teller, the best corny pun poser of all time. I love it. I was listening to to Dave Chappelle. his last. I did watch The Last Stand-Up, which I did think there was a lot of mastery in that. And I know a lot of people are upset about that, but we'll move on. Mm -hmm. But he did also just induct Jay-Z into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And him talking, him showing love for Jay-Z and talking about what Jay-Z means to the culture, what he means to him as a friend, giving that sort of love. In talking about the level of excellence that Jay-Z has reached, not just financially, but just the mastery of of what he does with lyrics Mm -hmm. and, and just music in general. And clearly, Dave Chappelle is that for comedy. Seeing excellence for me in any form fuels me in what I do. I couldn't even I mean, think about it this way. I couldn't even have said the things that I've been saying for the past however fucking long I've been talking if I wasn't watching these different forms. Yeah. I wouldn't have these things to even pull from. Right. Right? So all these things fuel you. It fuel me. So I think that I should widen my ambitions and maybe that's more so the, the goal. But if people want to get into more conversation and realize, oh, I thought I was having conversation before. I never thought about Conversacion. I never thought about the act of seeing things together and what that meant mm-hmm. in and how to get closer to to a real mutual understanding and synchronization synchronization with other person. Like I never thought I never thought about it that way. So of course I couldn't have gone after it. It wasn't even an idea. I I'd never even conceptualized right. it. So that's that's a that's a lot of what I want to do. Now you said people are only having well high level conversation. Yeah, it's only having conversations. May not with- be
1: true cuz you know I, I I don't know many people who I mean, it, it's hard because there's there's you. There's your level of conversation and then there's you know like the average person I'll say um I can't speak on everybody who might be at your level or higher or, you know, just below or whatever. Um, so, I don't know who they're talking to. They for sure could be talking to people who are below, I'm going to say below average because I feel like that's what a lot of people tend to be these days. Um,
0: Wait, well, if if, if if most people are below average, then that just means that the average bar has been lowered altogether. <laughs> that's, like-
1: <laughs> that's a fair point. Um, yeah. I. So, I don't, I don't know. They, they very well... Which
0: I do believe. I do believe that average conversation is more trash than it was maybe 15 20 years ago I when agree. when people just had to have more conversation right. people were Before putting more
1: technology yeah and,
0: people were yeah. just putting more you know social mm-hmm. you know situations where you had to, well, you had to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah definitely agree um but i don't know i mean they very well may not be but um i mean i think if you take somebody who's at a higher level um whether whatever it is you know could be uh, you could take someone like Elon Musk. He's not going to sit here and have a conversation with me. He's way above status. Um, so I think that they kind of just group themselves together. So I don't know. I could be completely wrong. Um,
0: you think it would be like deadening to him? A to little have? bit.
1: It's like a bore. Like, why? Why should, like, why am I having this subpar so, conversation with so you? So
0: first, all right. So here, here's the thing. And this, this gets interesting because you just pulled out an extremely... Cognitively powered person, right. clearly. He's not a great conversationalist. He's just super smart. Those are two different things. That's true. He's That's just true. he's just super, super smart. He's a great engineer, great businessman.
1: Okay, well, then switch the example to somebody who's just a really great engineer. Is he really gonna talk to somebody who's, you know, just out here building tree houses?
0: And and so and <laughs> First of all, we ain't about to <laughs> shit on tree houses. I never had one growing up, but if I did, man, if it, or I never even got to see anyone. Where you got to live to have a tree house? You got to have your own sort of... Well, go ahead. What are you going to say? Oh, we, did you have a tree We house? did. <gasps> <laughs> do, do you and now?
1: You know, I actually... I said treehouse, but I actually meant birdhouse.
0: Oh. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, because treehouse is kind
1: of... intricate. I completely meant birdhouse. We did have a treehouse. Um, we don't anymore. Oh, okay. Um Our neighbor built it for us. When, um, oh,
0: that's what's up. Yeah. Damn. It was really
1: cool. It was, I've never um,
0: had a relationship with a neighbor as strong as that to... For, for them motherfuckers to come over and build a treehouse yeah. in my yard, the closest thing I had to that was I used to go and cut Anthony Stokes's yard
1: because y'all were neighbors.
0: Because we, we were neighbors, that was yeah. the only <laughs> that was the only thing my dad used to be like, cut their yard too. Don't just cut and don't just stop right there. Cut their yard too because we were townhouses. Oh, like okay. don't just that stop was, in the middle right. of the year. Sense. Cut their yard too. That Makes sense. So yeah, yeah.
1: No, I'm. I was obviously a kid. I don't really remember, but I I just do know that um the son of our na- um the neighbor he built it for us. It was really cool. It was. Um, you know, you had a little ladder go up and then it had like um kind of like an out a little out very small balcony, and then you went inside and it was like this room and they had painted a small
0: balcony. Okay,
1: I say balcony, but it wasn't it a, was just sort of like a step a sort landing. of
0: I, yeah, I yeah, it I get it, it. I get it. Yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then
1: you'd walk in and be the like the inside. Um and I remember them they had painted like some like Sesame Street characters on it. Damn, um and then there was man, like you wild. could either take like the ladder down or you could take like the pole
0: damn yep. that's fire yeah. what'd you used to do up there
1: we would just hang out I um, I put up like like mesh to cover like the window parts of it because there, I don't do bugs and damn, you know
0: mosquito nets and stuff
1: Uh, yeah don't do bugs Um, I don't know we would just hang out up there I don't know that we were up there as much as you know some people would in a treehouse I don't know but it was cool Oh, I think that happened. we just took it down I don't know probably within the last 10 years maybe
0: tree see, mm-hmm. see, see, these are some of the, the pros or perks of growing up with white people in your family no no but anyway <laughs> it was a whole white neighborhood <laughs> see uh... <laughs> definitely a whole white wait, neighborhood that's not funny Earl. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. And, and if you're black and you listen to this, it'll reach out to me if you grew up with a treehouse because I'd love to know uh, you what, you what your life was house. like. That was great. Yeah, because I, I, I never knew that. I, these are one of these things. A lot of times when I tell people about my upbringing, they say, oh, I thought that that only happened on movies. Like I only saw certain things that you did on movies. That's one of these things for me. That's so funny. I, I never think, knew anyone to have a treehouse. I think house. I
1: know one other person who lived in our neighborhood. Um it's my 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 dad's old business, business partner. Um and I believe they they might still have it up, but I believe that they had one had or have one mm. as well. But yeah, now that you mention it, can't say that I ever sold. You know what I mean? Else.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You that's that's a wonderful yeah. privilege to have. I'm glad that you grew up with Thank that. You. Yeah. Okay. Now, back to Elon Musk and super intelligent people. And just passionate people mm-hmm. in whatever case maybe highly uh revered conversationalists. You well, you spoke about it on here a little bit, and then also weeks prior to this, you talked about you coming on the podcast. When I asked you, I reached out, I said, JP, bring your ass to this pod, we got a pod. <laughs> right? It's not at That's all not what, what I what said. You <laughs> It's hey, not at all what yo, I said. I said but it was like probably that. something more along the lines. Of, well, the GPA to be really, really like you know, <laughs> right. I'd just be really happy yeah, if you, you would know, come and, no like, you know, in, just, in, just, in, like you know just have a little. In this, oh, this oh,
1: moment, oh, oh, I'd be very happy, but in five minutes, when the conversation's done, I'd not think about it. <laughs> Anywho.
0: By the way, this level of presence that you make fun of me about for not being excited. It it does create this lane. The only reason that I'm even able to do what I do here, the way that I do it, at the level that I do it at, is because of this thing.
1: I mean, I'm not knocking it at all. You're, I just, you're I think, just understanding. I think, it. yeah, because it's it, you know, it's just one of those things that because I am not like that. It's hard. for By me. the way,
0: we had a conversation off air. She's talking about the fact that I don't get excited for things in the future or look forward to things often or at right, all, right? which
1: it was the one with um
0: that was with blaze and Vince. right yeah, yeah. so
1: if you guys listen to that one that's what we're talking about um yeah you know and it's not that i'm not knocking it at all i think that's a that's a it sounds like an incredible kind of characteristic um i don't think that it's any less to be able to divide you know think about something else um but it's just one of those things that because i'm not like that i just I'm like oh that wow people people think like that or i mm. you know i mean don't think like that yeah. Um, so it's just it's cool. It's flabbergasting.
0: So you responded with, and this may be kind of this is paraphrasing, but it's something like, "Oh, little old me." I think you may I have think actually I said that. That
1: definitely sounds like something that I would say, right. and I'm pretty sure that I said that. Yeah, for sure. Well, if, if, you want little old me on
0: here. Yeah. If 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 you called me when you were pulling up today and you answered with howdy. <laughs>
1: I did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you definitely said little old me. <laughs> you definitely said little old me. Now let's get into this because in my mind, if you are, and I think when uh, Anthony Stokes, you and I went out to dinner a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I spoke about this a little bit. In my mind, again, where I see conversation going, how I see myself contributing to the evolution of conversation. I think that if you are an, an apt, competent conversationalist, you should be able to speak to more than just other apt, competent conversationalists. Yeah. Because a huge part, the biggest part, is listening.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I listen to everything, I observe everything. So, there's a million different ways the conversation can go at any sort of moment. I like to keep common threads and, and allow it to veer off a bit because that's fun to do. But so, when th-
1: the person comes with that one script, you can switch it up on them.
0: Oh, I'll fuck them up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're, we're not, yeah, there's no script. We're not doing any <laughs> script. No, I, I yeah, I, I, rigidity has never been a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. I've never been feeling, I've never been too comfortable in a box. Right. Never in my life since I was born. I just, I needed to break out of the box. Mm -hmm. I needed, I had to go travel and look at other things and, and maybe come bring some, grab some stuff from my adventures and then come, maybe come put them in the box. Mm -hmm. Right. So. You say little old me. Mm -hmm. As if you are something less than anyone I've had on this pod. Now, if what I'm saying is incorrect or is not necessarily a good <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: Like you're saying this, and I'm like, I'm still sitting here like. why am I here? <laughs> Right, you go so ahead and yeah, say your side and I'll... Well,
0: like, well okay, so well, I, what I was going to say was if what I'm saying <laughs> is not fully uh, representative of how you feel, then please correct me, but tell me why do you? Why did you say that and why do you still feel <laughs> that way? Even I mean, in this moment with this beautiful... You, you're in the pod with I'm me. I'm
1: in the pod. And I'm you, still
0: can, like, it's just crazy. These so, of- so you hear and you feel mm-hmm. what's what's been happening, mm-hmm. right? So tell me, even in this moment, why you feel like this? Is, is it...
1: I don't know. I guess it's because I, you know, I've listened to some of the other guests that you've had on, and and I know that we've had this kind of conversation before with like people saying thinking that they're not interesting. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's kind of where my mind goes because you know you have um, you have uh, somebody who I don't remember her name, but um, and I don't want to butcher the Puerto Rican
0: Borican botanicals, yes. Von, um, von you know, Marie, yes.
1: Um, which I actually just listened to hers the other day, and I went to her page and bought some of her stuff. So I'm super excited. She listened to this. I'm super excited. I love
0: the pod um, bringing people. Yeah, no, together. like
1: like through the pod, I was like, I gotta go look at her stuff. And nice. Try. So I'm super excited for that to come in. But you know, you've got that. You have um Richie, who's out here with Virgin Vegan. You've got someone who's not so interesting that's out here just making comics. Um, you know, he's whatever. But. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We're, we're, there's been so much love and warmth in this conversation. I forgot that at some point we got oh, to get to you if and Andrew. I Stokes. don't
1: talk about this nigga Stokes. <laughs> he's going to be like, yo, why the fuck did you go on there then?
2: <laughs> oh, man. Okay.
3: But
1: you just, you have all these people here who have these just awesome, like, passions and these um, businesses and just so creative minds. <laughs> <laughs> You, <laughs> and you got a little me.
0: <laughs> you are you're ridiculous. Okay. So this is so. And but you've also heard me talk about the layers to people mm-hmm. and and how I look at people yeah. and and that still to you is just like yeah whatever nigga like <laughs> that's how you feel like about what I'm saying about the way I see people. Uh, people are so you, think, or like so you think so you think so. Okay, Let, let's let's go about it from a different. Way. I'm gonna take a different angle. Okay. So you you know me. Mm-hmm. You've been not only have we hung out plenty of times, had mad awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. Not only have you also listened to the pod, mad times mm-hmm. to mad cool conversation. So do you think that I just be spending time, like free, like habitually, with just with just people that <laughs> like Anthony Stokes put at dinner the other day are just like talking to a wall. Like you think that. No, like what, like what of course do you,
1: not. Cause like, that's on my side of an asset.
0: So what is it, what do you think it says that I enjoy your company or do you just think that I'll just hang out? Like I'm no, just, I'm cool hanging no, with anyone.
1: Not at all. Um, cause I, I, I don't think that I'm, you know, bad at conversation. I think that, um, I could definitely improve just as anybody could, Um, but I think that I'm able to have...
0: I'm trying to improve every day.
1: Everyone should, especially with conversation. Um, So, no, I'm not, like, knocking that part of me. I just, I don't know. Like, I I don't have, you know, these cool, like, organic products to talk about or...
2: (laughs) These cool organic products. Or, like,
1: you know, vegan food (sighs) or that I'm out here making films, you know, so I don't know. It's, I guess a pod and that'd be that is good conversation.
0: Um, so so, th- so, that has been my entire thing is a great conversationalist should be reading all the necessary points to ask the proper questions mm-hmm. and also just be able to riff mm-hmm. off of whatever it is you're saying. You know, have the just the, the proper declarative statements off of what you say that allow your brain to work in and you know, move on mm-hmm. and generate some momentum. Sure. Which we've been doing this entire time. I mean, we started with, with twigs and cranberry sauce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look where we at. This this like this is a possibility. This is a real possibility. Is dude here? It yeah, was oh, shit. with the headphones <laughs> on. I don't even know. I know. <laughs> Sometimes he's a ninja. Sometimes Yeah, if I
1: if I didn't, I see like my friend sometimes. And I didn't
0: yeah, no. So and when you listen back to this, you'll probably—I mean, you'll have your critiques because everyone does about themselves. Listening, when was the last time you heard your voice back to yourself?
1: Like, um, you actually, to- not too long ago, I had to do an interview um, with a social worker, mm. um, so I recorded it. Um, so I listened to that.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was it. Okay, that's all right. We're gonna, we're gonna. But we're gonna-
1: before that, it's—I don't even fucking know.
0: Okay. So that's so that's what in my mind a top-tier conversationalist ought to be doing Mm -hmm. is all boats rise on the same tide. A lot of times when they talk about these excellent athletes like, say, like LeBron or Steph Curry or Kobe, they say, you're really great. You become, like, you get into that next tier, like that top-tier greatness when you make everyone around you Rise to the occasion when it's not just you out there dunking and scoring buckets and crossing people up like that's that's awesome. That's great. But when you get your team to rise and elevate their game and their understanding of what they can do, that's when you really reach that next tier. Mm-hmm. So, again, since my ambition has now been broadened in various ways, but clearly directly to push the envelope of conversation, that is. Cl- that has to subsume that characteristic i have to have everyone rise with me it would it would it wouldn't be anything if i'm just over here telling a bunch of jokes and dancing around and <laughs> tap dancing and saying a bunch of big ass words but the conversation lacks right it's a dry conversation i'm just over here trying to yeah i
1: mean let alone in, in, you know general but for a pod that also didn't mean,
0: it would be you would not want to fucking listen to th- hell no these motherfuckers is anywhere from an hour forty five to three hours. Like mm-hmm. they be long. They yeah. these are length. These are girthy yeah. <laughs> episodes. <laughs> you know, they thick. Yeah, they thick. I, with come, I come out with some <laughs> thick pods, but people listen, mm-hmm. and it's because it's not just because of me. Right. It's because the other people are having the interesting points and in views from within extracted yeah. now now i play a big role in that right but that's not to say that it's not there
1: yeah
0: it is there and you have it
1: yeah <laughs> you know, <he's> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, i, I mean, be like, I, yeah, so I don't know.
0: I, don't, I, don't, I my <laughs> You were funny for bringing them shades in here. You were real funny for that. I was
1: kind, you know, the bit was kind of room. I was hoping, you know, just come to the door, turn around, you know, got my shades yeah. on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're real funny for that. You're real thank funny you, for that. Thank you, I had
1: that one planned. Um,
0: Jeez Louise. Yeah. For no. everybody that knows the, the glasses, the shades, shade that I have. <laughs> <laughs> she just walked in here with some shades. Yep. Yeah. You know, he Very it. funny. No, I did. That was very funny.
1: No, I mean, like, just people wearing sunglasses on that.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. But yeah, but yeah. Not Not once. at all. Yeah. Not no, at all. Yeah. Don't do
1: that. Or I guess do that, but, like, no, just don't do that. All
0: let right. right. Let's, let's talk about don't do that. Let's talk about shade. Let's talk about Anthony we can Stokes. Talk
1: about... <laughs> I like that intro. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh...
0: <laughs> Anthony Stokes is a great friend of yours.
1: Listen. Okay, uh... we're
0: not gonna start with that. Let me just let you. Let me. Yeah. I'm gonna swing okay, the microphone so... away. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm take a sip of this.
1: Um. Wow, I can really see that. I like, hear the difference.
0: Right. And yeah. I'm still like. Busy. By the way, I'm um. Yeah, I'm drinking a little pineapple juice, uh, pomegranate juice mixture pomegranate juice, pineapple juice, sparkling water, lemon, lime, orange. Those aren't juices. Those are just like the actual and uh, I fruits am in I'm drinking
1: hydrogen and oxygen agua.
0: Is good. nice. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Yeah, yours
1: was so like. Nice. You had so many different. How many?
0: Names. How many hydrogen molecules over there?
1: I believe we got two. Damn. Yeah.
0: And just one of the just one of the oxygen just, does the yeah. trick. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know. Two of the hydrogen. I might and one switch of the it up oxygen. later, but right now, um, I didn't that. bring my like, Kit to like. It's simple. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's simple. Yeah. Yeah. You're not bougie. You don't need. You We're don't need much. Not
1: bougie. Yeah.
0: Nah. yeah. Right, you're kind of fancy. The hair. The hair. You it's kind of flowing.
1: That's it. That's all we got, though. It's kind of flowing. That's all we
0: got. You know, I got the curls. All right. Listen, let me stop fucking around. Go ahead. Do your thing. Say your piece because <laughs> it, things were said about you and you would like to come and clear R- the air.
1: Right. There are a few things I'd like to touch base on. Let's okay. touch base. So for those of you who listen to... Um, episode 83,
0: 83 in Oscar.
1: Yes, exactly. Um I am the JP that was um spoken about a couple times throughout um you know mostly good things um and shout out to everybody who threw in those good words and then you know luckily for me I did not catch hypothermia with the shade with how cold it got for some of the comments that my boy Stokes. Your boy. <laughs> my boy um, which may have been a little bit confusing had you heard the episode with some of the shade being thrown. Um, but all out of love. He is 100%. He's one of my best friends. Um, he is a good person, an amazing friend. He's incredibly talented and creative. Um, if you have not listened to the episode, once again, titled In Oscar 83, go and listen to it. He talks about his comic, which is incredible. He's got his second issue coming out, I believe sometime in March. Um, Decay. For reference, <laughs> um, no, I've listened. I've uh, read a lot of his scripts, and that I mean that truly is one of my favorite stories of his. Is that series? Um, but the shade, my nigga, the shade. <laughs> it, it was a lot of it was a lot of miscommunication. Okay, is what it was because two things that he that you know got brought up was um, you not reading the comic because I didn't give it to you. Yes, I did.
0: And I said that on the podcast. I said that on the episode. I I, I said, I didn't read it. Well, I said, no, no. He said, uh, he was like, what did you think of Decay? And I said, oh, I don't have it. And then you did. And then he yourself. said, what? And I was like, oh, well, 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 listen, she sent it. But then I didn't open it in time. And by the time I tried to open up the PDF, it had timed out. Like, it would not Which long ago let me view it. you could
1: have let me know that. And then I would have sent him the refresh one.
0: Now. Now that you said that point, let me interject okay. before you continue. I've cleared this up with both of you. You hit me, said, hey,
2: <laughs>
0: this what my nigga got going on. <laughs> <laughs> and you sent me the Kickstarter campaign. So I checked that out. I even sent it to a couple of my friends. Said, hey, yo, did y'all know this was going on? Look at this. Check it out. And then, and then after that, you sent me the PDF, and it was like, and here's a little sneak peek, or here's like a little, I think you said sneak peek, or yeah, a, a little, little something, or something like that, a little preview, yeah. something like that. Either way, the way you said it, I interpreted, interpreted it as I'm not necessarily supposed to have this thing. Right? It seemed like here's this off to the side, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter that's for everybody, but here's <laughs> this for you. So. I also don't know that for months and months and months. Yeah, we're gonna touch base on that. One he's too. been talking to you about coming on the podcast. We're gonna talk about that one. So I had no idea. So in my mind, he's not—he's not trying to come on the podcast mm-hmm. at this point in time. I have no idea about his desire to be here. So I like—I'm not thinking that. But when you send me the Kickstarter immediately, because I went there, I looked at it. I remember like who he was at that point in time. Finally. Mm-hmm and I loved what he was doing, local business, and it was a friend of yours, I'm like, I'm going to ask this gentleman to be on the podcast. Now, with that information, with the fact that I felt like I wasn't supposed to have the PDF file you sent me, I thought, I can't open this file and read this comic because that would be disingenuous. How am I going to have him come on the podcast and... And act like I didn't read. Okay. Like, act like I didn't. Because I'm also not going to sell you out and be like, JP sent me this thing. Right. Now, again, clearly, all of this is misunderstood because he sent it to you to send to me. Yes. Right? But I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to sell her out and tell her that she did it. Because then he might be like, yo, why'd you send it to him? Like, he could have purchased it. Like, I didn't know exactly how that was. You know what I mean?
1: You know, now it all makes sense. Um, Right. future reference, I would never send something you know, someone's creation without, you know, if I didn't have permission to do it. I actually like he would post a lot of like previews of like scenes throughout the story. Um, and in my mind, I'm like, why are you doing that? Like, save some of it for like when it comes out. Right. But no, he was set he was sending that link to everybody.
0: Okay. See, so yeah, so yeah, yeah, if I had, if I had known, if I'd been privy to a little bit more of this information, yeah, right. a lot now, of this it's wouldn't just, have happened. It's a lot actually, of it's- none of this would have happened. Yes. So yes. I do take the the sliver. Or okay. slice, however, okay. it can be a slice, it's a little, but it's yeah, but it's But it's a, a it's bit it's more sliver. than a sliver yeah. Yeah. of accountability for for not. This is where this is where because when people apologize for things, a lot of times they just, people just be apologizing. I think just just to maybe get some some type of guilt off, even though I don't know how that works. If you're just apologizing and it's just, not for something just to specific, say it, like, but yes, yeah, so but to appease the person, right? I want to apologize for something intentionally. So what I'm apologizing for is for even thinking that you would send somebody's work off if it wasn't bestowed upon you to okay. do such. Well, so that. so that's what I apologize okay. for. I should have known that that was put there because you wouldn't do that right. otherwise. So right. that's what I apologize for.
1: Okay, well, I appreciate that. Yes. A lot of misunderstandings.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure.
1: And so, okay, so the other one, the other little mm, stokely um, <laughs> that I would like to bring up is how long it took for me to say something. Mm. Um, to you about, like, having him on here. Yeah. Because, um, yes, he has been in my ear about it pretty much since I told him that, like, you were making a pod.
0: Which is a long, it is a
1: long time. It is a long time. A it's long a long time, time to have that little bug in your ear.
0: That was back when I put out the, the Earl Selling windshields yes. cartoon yeah. on YouTube.
1: Yes. Yeah. long it, time ago. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> I saw, before he was put out, you showed me, like, the little, like, just sketch of it. So it's been a long time.
0: Yeah, we're talking about quarantine.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's been a very long time. So that little gnat just never goes away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yes.
0: <laughs> gnat at a barbecue. Yes. Just, yep. um,
1: and so, you know, you guys had kind of talked about it on the pod and you had mentioned, um, you know, you can understand me not necessarily bringing it up because of like credibility. That had nothing to do with it. I have no, I had no doubt in my mind that Stokes could come on here and be an awesome guest for your podcast. Stokes mm-hmm. is, I, I think he's great at conversation. he, Can read the room well. He can talk to any person. Um, That that wasn't at all to me. It just it the only way that I can describe like when I like he would say you know well I said that I just felt uncomfortable asking, Um, because the only way that I can describe it is that me asking felt like me inviting myself into someone's home or like inviting myself over for dinner.
3: Mm. Like it's
1: not it's not my business. You know it's not my thing. yeah, okay, they, yeah, they started having guests on. Who's like, oh, well, now, yeah, that's a perfect time. Now I them go, they're having guests on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't really know, like, his, you know, their. How
0: it works. Yeah, like, yeah. do
1: they know the people who they're, I mean, obviously they know the people, but like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the. <laughs> Shit,
0: at this point in time, I'm meeting all sorts of people.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> just met one time. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But you know, I don't. I don't fucking know that until yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, until yeah. I know that. So, you, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I well, I don't really know. I, don't know. <laughs> I love
0: that. I don't fucking know that until I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um. So I'm like, I don't. I don't know. I just I felt weird. It felt like I was inviting myself over to your house. Yeah. For dinner. Okay. And that I that's completely understandable. And to it's me. like. Even though you guys are neighbors, and you bring up, you were fucking neighbors. Okay, well, then fucking ask them yourself, Stokes. Yeah. Like, love you, buddy, but
0: like, do but, it yourself. Th- and <laughs> that is, it's misleading. It's not false, it's misleading. Mm-hmm. Yes, we live next door to one another. And I also brought, I think this was one of the first things I brought up on that episode. He wasn't outside with the rest of us. He was was in the house. Only for the ice cream truck. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Only for the bubble gum cigarettes and whatever else we was getting over there at the time. Now, so the whole we were neighbors thing doesn't necessarily hold it shouldn't
1: be brought up at all the, honestly the,
0: yeah like the just weight because
1: you guys were neighbors at one point in time if you're going to use that as an excuse then you should be comfortable enough to approach you himself
0: right right exactly if the neighbors exactly yeah. exactly i
1: may have had yes. a more recent in the present friendship with you but don't be using the neighbors as an excuse because then you should be doing it yourself
0: I agree.
1: Thank you. Well, Thank you. well, Do you hear that Stokes shout out to you Stokely.
0: <laughs> well, I, I that, was right. That was well thought out and even better said.
1: I've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for my time to come That's to crazy. say my piece. Um, but no, him and I talked about it. You know, the three of us talked about it when we went out to dinner. Um, it's all love. It's a lot of misunderstandings. He was feeling really fucking spicy that day that mimosa that you gave him got to him. And he had no problem making a little bit chilly on my side. Um.
0: <laughs> Mimosa got <to> him. <laughs> Mimosa fucked him up, huh? <laughs> Uh, He did say. Mimosa, nothing. mimosa got him loose.
1: Uh, the little pomegranate mimosa. He was feeling a little extra spicy, and he should know, spice is my thing. He can't
0: get spicy. Spicy is my thing. Uh, I mean, I did fill up like a whole like wine glass. Pretty, pretty. Uh, they were substantial mimosa pours. Yeah,
1: I could like I, maybe I just know him enough well oh, enough that funny. throughout the, his episode, I'm like, this, oh, yeah.
0: you started to-
1: <gasps> he, this. He's this nigga sipping. He's sipping, sipping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was between that and the sugar-free Red Bulls. Like, so oh he my, was like, sort bro, of.
1: I, he needs to be sponsored for that. Yeah, yeah. He throwing I, I actually, I actually listened to his episode earlier today. Mm. Um, just to just, just refresh. Just, yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> just to refresh the shade.
1: Exa- yes, exactly. Um, no, but it's all love. it's
0: um, fantastic. Fuck
1: that nigga for that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you no. know what? I'm glad you said. Oh, my God, JP. I love, fuck that nigga, but I love him. Yeah. Listen, oh yeah. I don't think that people understand that enough. I don't think that, because what does fuck you mean, right? We should get to a better place as people. Mm-hmm. A place where you can say, now- Clearly with the right connotation, we, we all have to understand, we have to come to a, a, a consensus of what fuck you is going to mean. Right. But it ought to mean, well, like when I say it, it's more so, I'm frustrated with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? And what you did, what I feel like you did through careful consideration was undeniably a transgression on your part that needs to be addressed and you need to take accountability for, right? But I love you. I think maybe a lot of the times fuck you means I want you to burn. I don't want you to I mean to... I
1: think it can though. Right. It really, it really just depends on the situation. Like
0: I don't you want, know, want you the to context eat. that it's used. Yeah. Well, that's no. Yeah, like saying like I don't that's want good quite the fuck you. Yeah, like I don't <laughs> want good things to happen to you.
1: Right. Like like whatever you, you got you were going on, on. Fire and I have a glass of water. I'm I'm drinking it. I was.
0: That's <laughs> what <I> was just <laughs> sipping it. That's why. I was more so thinking like I mean that I was being hyperbolic when I said burnt, but I was more so thinking if whatever you have going on for you, I hope it doesn't go quite as well as you hoped. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's taking things way too far <laughs> to not want good things for people. Yeah, because I think that I talk so much about empathy and compassion and understanding mm-hmm. on here because it's important. What I I I've thought a lot about this and I tell me if I'm wrong, I think that what is best for someone is what's best for everyone. What's truly best for them. Is what is, again, all boats rise on the same tide. I think that it would help everyone for the best thing to happen for that person. That doesn't necessarily mean everybody just gets a million dollars in their bank account right now. That's not what I mean. I mean, what's truly best for them.
1: Yeah, that's funny. That kind of goes into, well,
0: it could be a humbling experience.
1: It kind of, I read an article earlier um, that had to do with self care, and it was, uh, which maybe, the way I'm interpreting this, it kind of plays off of what you're saying, okay. May not at all.
0: Um, <laughs> Go for it. We'll make a connection. Okay. <laughs> Go for it.
1: But it was talking about self-care, you know, talking about self-care and what that means. And then it was somebody who said, um, I wish I could remember the quote exactly, but basically it's like self-care versus like collective care. Mm. So, you know, what is, um is,
0: mm.
1: what Disconnect. isn't good for the swarm isn't good for the bee. Okay. Um. And so, it was about that, how, you know, we shouldn't be focusing on self-care, but instead of, like, caring for us as a whole. Okay. Um, which, in, you know, in parts of the article, I don't necessarily agree with. Um, you know, one of did their- you read it? Um well, it was, it was actually something that we had to read for um, school, but it was uh, the Guardian. Oh, okay. Um, was yeah. an article in there. I was reading it while I was getting my hair done today. Um, mm. You know, They're
0: fancy <laughs> read the Guardian while I get my hair done. <laughs>
1: well, I didn't have my um, headphones, so I couldn't listen to you know a pod or anything. Right. So, um, but anyway, um, one of the things that I mentioned was you know self caring as like a whole collective wise um, would be like you know being a good neighbor. Okay, that's true. Um, but
0: building I, a treehouse for your neighbor.
1: Building a treehouse for
0: cutting your neighbor's yard.
1: Exactly. You no, know, giving them my water if I had. No,
0: if they were burning.
1: If they were burning.
0: <laughs> yes. You know, it depends Fantastic on. Fantastic neighbor. neighbor. It
1: depends on if it's a fuck you or fuck that nigga. But I love you. guys some water. <laughs> for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It, it, it's. You know, the person who was um writing it was talking about how she thinks that the the generation has been built too much on individual self care. And she hopes that within the next generation, it is a collective self-care. But I feel as though, you know, you have to find a happy balance. Because I can't help you with your self-care if I can't figure out how to care for myself. Yeah. Um, And, you know, they, like, describe it as self-indulgence, but instead it's self-preservation. I can't help preserve you and make you a better person and support you if I'm not caring for myself. And some of the other examples that they had is, you know...
0: um, Hello to all the passengers on the plane. Um, if for any reason there is turbulence, the oxygen mask will yes, fall yes. from the cabin. And you should definitely, 100% of the time, yes. 10 times out of 10, put the oxygen yes. mask on first before reaching over and helping anyone else.
1: And thank you for flying uh, any last words, airline.
0: <laughs> Very nice.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and one of the things that they said was, uh, you know, like if you get a text from a friend who needs support... Self-care would be just not responding to texts. Okay. Well, I don't well, know. About, I yeah, don't know not about necessary. that. Why? That, yeah. Right. Well, you don't have to not respond. But yeah. like for me, some of the self-care that what? I have. Yeah. No. That was a really terrible. Yeah. I, they got to do better with I that. I see where they were going with it. But n- no. 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 No.
0: No. 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 You got to do better than that. Okay.
1: okay. So here is how I would have like twisted that up. Okay. Um. So one of like the big self-care things that I've worked on this year, like my quote unquote New Year's resolution, um, was not being the yes man. I I tend mm. to want to say yes people, you know, if it helps them out. Um, even if I know it's gonna make me feel miserable. I don't really want to do this thing, but okay, I'm 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 gonna say yes. You know, it's not the end of the world. It's not gonna last for the rest of my life. I'm just gonna do it and get it over and done with. Um so I was really working on just not saying yes to absolutely everything. You know, for an example I had a friend who um she was having family come into town. Uh she could not drive um, legally. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Because I want to make that clear. Because it's not like, you know, she couldn't drive because her car was in the shop or, you know, she had
0: a broken foot or something. Got you, got you, got Yeah, you know, gotcha, gotcha, not
1: physically gotcha, gotcha. able to. She just legally couldn't drive. Right. Um, And so. Due
0: to decisions of her own.
1: Yeah, I guess, you know.
0: Which placed her in a position of, we're going to take this privilege away from you.
1: Yes. Well, no. We just never had the privilege to begin with. Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. Just, okay. We just never. Okay. Just never did it. Okay. It was never success. Um, and so she asked me. She's like, "Oh, like, what are you doing tomorrow morning? Would you like be able to like go pick up this family member from the airport?" I don't want to do that. Right. I don't. want, I just. I just don't want to. I don't want. You know, I had my Saturday plan for whether or not I had errands or I was doing shit or I just. Was excited to have a morning where I could sleep in and not do anything. I don't. That, that's what I'm doing. That's what I plan. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or another example of going to pick up some other family members from like I don't know somewhere out in like Culpeper or something.
0: But you know what's funny is, so that's why I was. That's why okay. So this is your your manipulation of your your I guess more evolved interpretation of what the person said mm-hmm. in the article of don't answer don't don't reply. A lot of the times, these these more self-serving options that we have aren't necessarily self-care. I understand you're doing what you wanted to do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're caring for yourself. Caring for yourself a lot of the time could be, now that it takes a lot of deliberation and, you know, we can break a lot of these things down. It's not this all the time. It's it's circumstantial. But a lot of times doing what's good for you is what's doing is is what the more altruistic or you know caring thing is Mm -hmm. sometimes getting up out of bed even knowing that you wanted to just sleep in and going and helping someone out will help you it will it will maybe fulfill you in a way you didn't quite know and maybe something will come out of it that you weren't necessarily expecting and so that is your self-care while caring for others it it, it gets interesting
1: it very well could be um where I was at with it, it was it was more self preservation for myself not to do it because mm. I because this person could not drive. I'm doing the driving all the time. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I want a day where I don't want to do it, you know, go out of my way to like ask, ask your fiance, some fucking
0: ask, oh shit, just
1: ask somebody else. Just ask, you know. Yeah, hold you up. Know? Yeah,
0: well, you, that that needed to be said. Right. <laughs> yeah, nah, that need that needed to be said. What you know, that nigga doing? But, yeah, and
1: it it he was kind of I don't really know from what I got it was kind of like the same kind of thing. Well, like he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, a little difference. I'm not her fiance. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, yes, I and it's not to say that I don't want to help my friends. I'm yeah. all for supporting and helping my friends, yeah. but at some point I have to preserve myself because if I yeah. keep doing shit like that, then I'm gonna explode and I'm gonna be you know spicy towards you. Yeah, I don't sure. mean to. Right, um,
0: but I just I'm not. Gonna it gets. It. I I don't ever think anyone gets this perfect. I don't care how long you live. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many life cycles you go through. If you believe in reincarnation, whatever. I don't think that anyone ever just gets it like that. It That balance, it'll it'll never it'll never quite be there. Right. There are going to be times where you're going to question yourself. But I mean, the, the point is really just to even be aware of these things and even have these conversations so that when you're making these decisions, you weigh you weigh the pros and cons. You think about the self care yeah. versus the it, the the communal care, what the collective collective, mm-hmm. collective care. Yeah, it's just you know you do you do the best you can, but you try to think it through. Yeah, just try to think it through and 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 have some sort of some sort of logic to what it is that's going on, mm-hmm. and not just being like nah fuck it, like no yeah. fuck him, I'm not doing it. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah, like that to me is like okay, you should probably put a little bit more thought into it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so that's that. Now, care, self care. Collective care, understanding, empathy, communication. Let's get into what you do, JP.
1: Oh, like for my job? Yeah. <laughs> so I do. This
0: is this is a perfect. This is perfect segue is. from self care and collective care.
1: It is. Um. So I do behavioral therapy for kids with autism. I say kids. Um. Our particular center tends to be majority of kids. Um. Our youngest.
0: Is is that center based again? Here in
1: we we do have one here in Manassas. It's just right, um, right after sixty six, right by Nova. Okay. Um but they're all over. I mean, all over the U.S. We right, all over here. Um, my particular office is just in Manassas.
0: You said behavioral, behavioral, therapy. so ABA.
1: Um, okay, uh, and I was saying like I, t- most of ours are kids, but my oldest two are one will be twenty one, just a couple of weeks, and the other one's thirty one. Mm-hmm. But a majority are younger. Okay. Um,
0: that's what I do. Okay, that is what you do. Now, now, talk to me about the balance of, of self-care and collective care here because you you, you are obligated to care mm-hmm. for the collective here.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, what do you do? A lot of people talk about this when it comes to therapists. Where the fuck do the therapists go? Well, the therapists go to other good therapists, mm-hmm. right? And so on and so forth. What What do you do to... I don't know, I guess manage your, your emotions, your thoughts, your states of mind that allow you to do what it is you do for these people. Um, do you, I mean, do you put my thought into that? Or? Yeah, I was just
1: going to say, this might be one that, um, like when we spoke about, um, I, was it me, um, being good with kids? And um, we had to break that layer down. Because that, that I was, haven't really, I guess, thought about this.
0: That was a beautiful one. Mm-hmm. Just real quick to get through it. So everyone understands. Where Uncle Julio's mm-hmm. joined some good foods. Mm-hmm.
1: That's salmon.
0: I think I had the the camarones diablos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That
1: is salmon, then yes, you shrimp. did. No, we both oh, got the
0: salmon. Oh, we both got the salmon? Oh, okay. Like so oh, I Chipotle guess I usually, okay, yeah, so I usually get that. Okay. Yes, well I usually get that. I think it was your first time. Oh, the Chipotle the salmon. salmon. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think I time wanted time to again. get away from something that's try something new. Chipotle salmon, yeah, so that good. was fire. So good. Didn't it come with like a mango yep. sort of? It was like, like a mango salsa. salsa. Yep. Ooh. Oh, so good. Hey yo, that's the way to get me. If I go somewhere and they got a mango salsa, there's a there's a good chance I'm I'm a fuck with it. Well, because putting together mango with with like onion and cilantro and maybe like a lemon zest or something like that's crazy. Yep. Like those those in their fresh ingredients. Oh you, yeah, we got it. That's crazy. <laughs> that, that's a crazy combination. Like I can. I can. So I know. I can I taste, taste it so really right now. Like it's tantalizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> okay, but other way. I asked you, why are you good with kids, or what? I, or maybe I broadened it and I said something like, why do you think what makes someone good mm-hmm. with kids? And you're like, I don't know. I guess it's just something you either got or you don't. And that could very well be true, but you know, clearly, I was trying to get something—it's right. to something a little bit more specific, need a little bit more, little bit more response.
1: response. <laughs> Which is a good
0: thing.
1: It's a good thing. But we need Earl these response. layers to be built.
0: So, so, what we ended up getting down to after me, you know, badgering you was mm-hmm. that you find yourself in a position with the sort of freedom to allow yourself to fall into a child's world because mm-hmm. you you just you just have to you have to you just have when to. a
1: child hands you a phone you answer it you answer it. i don't care if it's a cucumber you fucking answer right. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> especially if it's a cucumber i mean it's just made for that <laughs> like, that's what that's the That's what it is yeah that's the phone so, okay <laughs> you understand that that everyone doesn't have this ability to just get into yeah. character to just let go yeah. right of whatever shackles One of my best they have. Is
1: a perfect example of that.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, she. I mean, she just. It's hard. Well, uh, yeah.
0: What is, is it? The, a lack of like imagination? Or? Well,
1: she's just not like a kid person. I mean, wants to have kids. Uh, she just. It's hard because she what didn't grow up around a lot of kids. You know, besides like her age. So you now she's gotten older. There weren't like babies in the family or um, in the neighborhood or something. So she just never. I don't know I was exposed that so I guess never had that kind of click until well it's not hadn't really clicked
0: yet yeah I don't necessarily know if I was fucking around like hey I was fucking around with people that had a bunch of kids I I, for myself I know I can get into this bag you're talking about but again I'm thinking about imagination I'm thinking of creativity I'm thinking about letting go I've talked about drugs way too many times on this <laughs> <laughs> way too you many times you don't
1: need drugs to help you let go of kids <laughs>
0: Right, because that's exactly how this was about to come <laughs> off. But there've been one too many things, and it actually no, because I think this is a bit more of the the predisposition I had because before the drugs came, I I was I allowed myself to let go of things pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I allowed my uh, I read on here one time. I think it was the originality essay that I'd written and talked about here on the pod. But I had talked about this article that was written about my grandfather. And at some point they talked about him being able to cross this border between sanity and insanity. There was a lot of things that just like really it sounded like they were just talking about me. (laughs) And someone was like, yeah, like that. all of this stuff sounds like you. And when I think about crossing a border of sanity and insanity, what comes to my mind is that there is that there is no this is going to sound insane, (laughs) that there is no difference to me. It all, everything comes from the same stuff, if you will, the same matter. Let me be more concise. When you're watching a film, Anthony will love this. When you're watching a film, depending upon the angle that the camera's at, the music playing, the lighting, you can make it a horror, an action, a drama, a comedy with the same lines spoken. It Mm -hmm. just the musical score, the angles, the lighting can change the entire vibe of the scene. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And now creatives understand this. So, what I'm saying is, people that have highly creative minds, I don't think we, if I can say that, feel as though you're crossing a border between you know, insanity insanity, and then coming back when it's time to just speak to regular people and then going insane when it's time to create your work. I just see it as more room to move. Mm -hmm. I just see it as more room to work with. Makes sense. But it all comes from the same stuff. It's just how you, how you go into it. So again, all this was, you know, before the drugs, but I do think the drugs (laughs) did exacerbate it for sure. Yeah. Yeah i am okay with just letting go and falling into something actors have to do that mm-hmm. if you're gonna get in a character you have to let go of who you are in real life yeah you have to become something new and so there there is a, a certain you know level of comfort that that really that is. that comes into um, this you don't feel ridiculous with these kids as you're doing this do you
1: no I mean and there's one thing um like we talked about at one meeting is that one of my old coworkers, you know, we'd see her and she's like on all fours and the kids like pretending like she's a horse and the care and everything. And of it's course. Like, a ha- horse, a horse, of course.
2: You got it. Oh, ha- <laughs> no, right.
1: I thought that's where you were going I, No, you oh. got it. Isn't that like a, a, what was his name? Mr. Ed.
0: Um, I think that was a Mr. Ed okay, thing. yeah. I could be wrong, yeah, okay. but
1: there's like a horse, of course, of course, a horse, <laughs> something like that.
0: <laughs> you, um, you would know that.
1: I, yes, I would being in the horse world. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you kind of just have to, I mean, they're, they're kids. they like, they, they don't fucking care that you look ridiculous or that you think you might look ridiculous that someone else might think that you look ridiculous. They don't fucking care. They're just here to have fun. This, this is them. They're just the little humans. This is how they view the world. So you have to get on their level.
0: Do you think that doing that has helped you be in your body a bit more? Like it's, it's helped you be okay. Like just, I, I would assume that just acting ridiculous A lot of the time and just allowing yourself to just fly freely Um, might help you.
1: Yes and no, but I also haven't. I wasn't necessarily reserved to begin with. I've always kind of been like the outgoing friend. Um, But yeah, a little bit. So
0: have you seen any change in yourself working in this field of work throughout the years? Like has anything about you altered with like Um, the knowledge you've picked up or the experiences that you've had?
1: I mean knowledge-wise yes because i went into this not not knowing anything um i mean oh yeah it, it wasn't yeah. like so I, I got the job um so i okay so i worked with well, backtrack a little bit i worked at yeah. my first job for 12 and a half years so it was a dog kennel and daycare um and then in 2018 i had just reached my burnout point i was done um so i quit and then um that's summer i worked i quit in like may that summer for a few months, I worked part-time at a winery, um, and then I also worked with a girl who had cerebral palsy, and that was kind of my first we time.
0: We went to that winery, right? That, that was the one that yeah, I worked yeah, at, yeah. yeah. I
1: worked at that one in one of the sister the wineries. Little quarry but, pond. But that, that, but that was the one that I did mostly work at, yeah. Um, and so when I worked with a girl with cerebral palsy, that was my first time working with... Um, well, I guess really technically people because I worked with the dogs for 12 and a half years and I worked <laughs> at the winery a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but hands on, like somebody who needs like that special care. That was my first time. Um, and then that fall, I went to Cali and took a semester out there. And when I came back, I needed a job. Um, and I was just on Indeed and just came across this job that surprisingly didn't require any kind of like degree or anything. Right. You really just needed to graduate from high school hey. and be able to drive.
0: Oh that. man! Wild, <laughs> yeah, wild you know, criteria.
1: Yes, I mean, obviously, you need like background checks and stuff, but yeah. like you didn't need anything. Um, Graduate
0: from high school, know how to drive, haven't killed anyone.
1: Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 qualified. Um,
1: which may I don't know about other companies, um. I know that mine is pretty extensive in their training. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that has to do with it. Oh, that's um, good. But I have no idea. Because
0: training sucks most places. Yes, in all yeah. in most fields. Yeah, training is yeah. just just sucks.
1: Yeah, no, I mean I, I hated the training. The training did suck. Oh and really? I also hate being the trainer. Been, like, Dang, yeah. I don't like
0: training. You're like okay.
1: I don't like training people. Um, but I mean, <laughs> well, I mean,
0: you just like dogs and kids, like you don't really.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and it's hard because, like, cause, you know, I would train people when I worked at the kennel, and um, it's. I think for me, it's like I just want, like, I just want you to know what you know, I just want you to know what you're supposed to do. Just come in here. And just I just want to you to, to, to know. <laughs> well, just know
0: what's wrong with you. Well, I gotta like, train you. Okay,
1: then I'll train you, and it's. I think some of it was um, some frustration would come from like, you know, it was obviously a lot of cleaning. So we're like sweeping and like mopping. What do you mean you don't know how to sweep? Uh, Pick yeah. up the broom and sweep. What do you mean? Yo,
0: I've definitely when I was working at Buffalo Wild Wings, I'll never forget. But see, this is these are the types of things that we can't just gloss over. These are. When I was the common sense. Yes. Like are, are the yeah. things that you feel like people just kind of knew or their parents made them do growing up and, and I, they didn't. And we
1: would talk about that. And we think that that's just part because so, some of the people who had worked there were a little bit younger. um. So, you know, maybe just the newer generations just didn't. The parents just didn't make them.
0: What whenever. was she do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think there was like a huge spill when I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Like there was like soda or water or something like that everywhere. And we told this new hostess that she had to clean it up. Everyone else was busy. And I think she went and like got like a um what was it called? Like a squeegee? Is that what it's called? That, that, just moves, that just moves, that just moves. Yeah, and there wasn't like a drain around. So she was just pushing Wait, water do around. Do you
1: think that you she was gonna spread p- it so thin that it's yeah. just gonna look like it's yeah. not a puddle
0: anymore? I was like, if you I was like, go get a mop. <laughs> and then she went and got the mop. And the mopping technique was absolutely, I don't know what you. I think she was just like, d- just dabbing it or something like that. Adios, mijo, my God. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, it was bad. What? I was like, so you just kind of assume these things, but people yeah. didn't grow up doing all these things. Yeah,
1: and I mean, it, backtracking, like me cleaning, I think maybe that's one reason why I enjoy cleaning so much is because I, like, my, I would- we would go out of town or something and my parents would give me like ten cents for like cleaning, you know, something and I just I was always kinda cleaning. Yeah. Um yeah. and yeah, I me too. Um
0: so it's Saturday mornings before.
1: Yeah. Um I tried I, I try so, to just
0: watch WB and all the, you know, morning cartoons and be like, like, No, come on. Wave. Yeah, like, no, nope, come <laughs> on, you gotta walk me up. Wash these dishes, go sweep, mop, do this laundry. It's like the whole house, top yeah. to bottom. So
1: I don't know. I don't know if it's a new generation millennial kind of thing. These people just, mm. you know. So, oh, but we're, I we're, just. We're,
0: we're them. We're already doing that. I don't know if it's these new, you know, these young whippersnappers. You
1: know, yes, because they come out the womb with a fucking iPad.
0: <laughs> Look who we are. Look I remember we become. I, I
1: live by an elementary school. And I remember one time seeing these kids. Um, walk, And they had, like, phones on hand. Maybe security reasons, you know. Maybe they have their their walkers. That's that's
0: reason. what that's what but most I also, parents will say.
1: But I also have friends who have siblings who are younger and have like iPads or iPhones. Yeah, for sure. My nigga, for what? I You're like, cu- I gotta eight. get, th- I gotta
0: get this Instagram popping somehow, bro. You got me fucked up. <laughs> you know ha- what I'm saying,
1: when I have kids, no, 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 no. And Until I tell what age? I, I say that now, but then I also hear that it's like once you have kids, it's so
0: much easier to throw a, an iPad. Oh, well I'm not doing it for the easier thing. I I'm if I'm gonna be a parent, I'm gonna be an active intentional parent. Now, when they just around a bunch of other kids and they're a weirdo cuz they don't got what all the other kids got, that's what you may have to deal with. Yeah. Is I get picked on every day, mom, because everyone knows all this stuff that I don't know anything about. Yeah. And and this is where the world's kind of going and like everyone is just so advanced. Everyone knows how to work all these things and I don't yeah. know.
1: Which, you know, what the there's fuck like they're talking pros about. and cons to both cuz you of know, course. technology is obviously improving and I yeah, I, I, if I put myself in my hypothetical kid's shoes at that time, yeah, I'd want something. But like I am so grateful that I was raised in a time where we we're outside playing, you know, in You're the world. You're going to
0: be like, mom. Everyone in school has the neuralink chip impl- Wait, implanted right, in their skull. Right i wanted well, in my school when i school. was
1: your age we had your little flip. yeah we, no. <laughs> we just read books <laughs> um i and don't know threw
0: sticks at each other yeah <laughs> That's real yeah. Shit.
1: <laughs> i mean i i love that we were outside playing yeah. and you know doing all this kind of stuff and i don't and i didn't have an ipad in my hands
2: yeah
1: um you asked what age i don't know i didn't get my first phone i well i think i had like my dad's hand-me-down phone um eighth grade um Pretty much had hand-me-down phones throughout high school, and it wasn't until, uh, maybe sophomore junior year that I got like my first Droid. Mm-hmm. So I finally had like a smartphone.
0: I had that booze Mobile chirp. Where you at? <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but I don't even really remember doing much like as far as like social media with the smartphone. Um, no. Nah. Uh, whether we just weren't at that point at the time or my dad let me have a smartphone but paid for like the minimum so maybe I couldn't have well I guess with smartphones you just have to have the internet right
0: well hey listen again for a long time I had that chirp and I <laughs> <laughs> and I had minutes yeah I was buying minutes
1: yeah Um. so I don't know I 10
0: cents a text <laughs> crazy <laughs> crazy
1: um, I don't think that I got my first iPhone until I think I think at graduation I still had the droid. Um, I seem to remember having that at beach week. Um, mm. So I think it was like 2012, 2013 that I got like the first iPhone. So I had a phone since eighth grade, I guess, but it wasn't like the smartphone. So
0: hold on, because because you, you you touched on something, and I, and I, I got I got to get back to this mm-hmm. because you th- this whole thing was you said maybe this is going to be. You know, one of those times when we have to delve deeper into this conversation and figure out exactly peel, peel these layers and figure out exactly what's going on. You. Have made fun of me for not looking forward to things. OK, last time I'm going to make that joke, but ah. but you but you do look forward to things. You do, do try to plan things out, think about things and maybe even engagements, Excitement interactions is
1: a feeling that I do feel.
0: And do you feel these things when you're about to meet with a client? or you know that you're going to see one of these kids a day from now, two days from now, do you think about mm. what it is you're going to do when you see them or what the next yes, activity no, is? So
1: I, and, um, Why you
0: just show up and be like, what up? Like, I'm trying to figure out exactly how this works so for you.
1: we, we okay. So like with a job, you're, you kind of have the same clients. They switch up the teams, um, every so often, like maybe like during the school year, we'll have the same teams. It might switch a little bit. And then over the summer, we might have different teams because so schedule changes and with this kind of job it's good for kids to generalize across people cuz so they're yeah, not yeah, only yeah um and so um in february i'll have been there for 3 years um so i haven't been there like too too long but i i have kind of like lost a little bit of the passion for it okay. i okay W- working with kids is something that i want to do in the long run but working with special needs kids is not something that i necessarily want to do oh, okay um so when i first started working there yes i was very excited um sometimes with certain kids and more than others whatever um
0: does this drain you is that what's that, do you feel oh like you're, God, you're reaching another burnout point
1: um I- <laughs> Not like I was with the kennel. I mean, 12 and a half years is a long time to be in the same place. It is. Um, so I'm not quite there. I just I just don't have the passion for it as much. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, the coworkers who are there. I ha- I love the coworkers who were there when I first started. Now it's a little bit different. Like I, And it's hard because I'm, I'm also in Richmond now. So the clients who I'm working with, I'm doing it via telehealth, so Zoom. Um, so I'm not at the office nearly as much. I mean, I was there... This past week, but that was my first time since August. Um, so I'm not, I don't have that like family feel with the coworkers that they might feel that with everybody. So I don't I remember I went to a staff meeting one time, I was in town and um, I walked in and I felt like I was a new person. Whereas I was like the OG to these all these people. Right, right. Um, right, right. so that kinda plays into it. Granted, you're obviously not there for your coworkers. Well, yeah, you're there yeah, yeah, yeah. for one specific reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just um, it definitely can be exhaust I think that I did start off really intensely with it um, I remember like my first day working I worked nine to eight on Saturday um,
3: mm.
1: yeah um, mm. one of the kids in the middle of the day had me questioning my life he he's one of the harder clients okay. um, and he definitely had me questioning my life um, uh, and so I guess you know working that intensely it 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 is, you know, it can be physically exhaust- exhausting, but it can also be so emotionally and mentally exhausting.
0: Yeah, so you were figuring out if you, when you say questioning your life, you were trying to, you were pondering on whether you really had what it took to live this lifestyle and Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, n- another example, I had um, this one kid and he actually, when you asked him, I'm excited to see the, these kids. When I went to do a fill-ins um, this past week, there were two kids who I really wanted to see while I was here. Um, I really wanted to work on there. My boys love them. One of them, it took a little minute to get there. Um, We were having a session. He was having a little bit of a moment. Mm. Lucky for him, it was the eraser end of a pencil, but homeboy stabbed me in the face. Um, Okay. Yeah. Mm. It was the eraser end, but it was like right here on the side of my cheek, too close to my eye. Something like that. It's got me questioning my life, his life, because I... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, let's go ahead. Let's, yeah. let's go ahead and get you if something else. that
1: let's, were so, with the lead so, end, bruh.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've been get, like, boy, yeah, you are
1: lucky I'm on the clock because yeah, I'm about to date. question
0: my life, his life. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's get you into another few. Well,
1: cause, it, you know...
0: Well, so what do you... Because you said you, you want to... <laughs> you want to work with children yeah in the long run, yes what do you want to do
1: so i'm at vcu right now for social work yes um, and i want to do child welfare
0: yes As, yes that's
1: the main thing that i want to do the the really great thing with with social work is that you can dabble in because social work is huge there's yeah. so many different fountains with that that you can go into um and but you can dabble into all of it um you know and so, so child welfare is the main thing i want to do i want to work on a Micro practice level, doing like direct case management um, with kids who are in like troubling situations, whether it's like poverty, abuse, you know, neglect from caregivers, whatever that is. Um, you
0: feel like you have a better, <laughs> you have a better chance over there. <laughs> like people ain't gonna test you as much, or I guess you'd you'd I have mean, to see.
1: Yeah, I'd have to see. And I'm, I I think with that, it's gonna be more testing emotionally. Right. Uh, you know hearing these stories um mm. it's going to be it's going to be really hard. You
0: take on a lot when when you hear things from people like trying times from people and things like that? do you Yeah, take- so
1: like we've um in one of my classes we've had she's had a lot of speakers come in um and talk and like hearing some of their stories um you know some of them have been in their particular fe- field for a couple years few years and they're already like ready to switch because they're reaching that burnout emotionally. Wow.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess it it takes a lot. Mhm. It takes a lot because yeah. the still some of the stories you must hear. I mean, even just, uh, yo, Keon's got this new job and.
1: I have heard some of his wild stories. And he's
0: only, he's. J- I mean, he. I know he just left the probationary period like a few weeks ago he was on. So he's probably been there for maybe like five months at this point. And the stories. It's crazy. The stories. And there are some stories that we haven't even shared on here that are, that are. Five times crazier than the stories that he shared on here. So sometimes it don't take too long to get a lot out of yeah. something. So I could only imagine being in the social uh, social working field for, you know, two years, three years, three, like yeah. to be a real vet, you must have some of the saddest. Mm-hmm. Stories. I
1: mean, I I um a few years ago shadowed just for the day, just for fun. Um, a social worker. Uh, she worked at um she actually worked at the adoption agency that I was adopted from. My mom. Oh wow. Yeah, my mom um was on like the board um for a little bit, and so she was able to get me like a shadowed. And I don't remember the exact details of the story. Um, but it has to do with this guy who I believe he adopted um two brothers. Um, that I think were like found like near or like in a dumpster, and it's just shit like that. And it's, Whoa, it's like, give me, oh,
0: give me, hold, give, hold on, yeah. give me, a, give, me second, give me a 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 second, give me, give me a second. You so they were found as babies. You they were found as
1: I, I, you know, and I really don't remember the details, but they were they were children. But they were, they were kids, clearly they were young, sm- yeah, they, they, small
0: they, enough to.
1: They should not have been in.
0: Well, one of your well, no. No,
1: <laughs>
0: no, no, no! They shouldn't be in the right. dumpster. Right. Um Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I, like I said, I don't, I don't remember the details, but that is one that has really stuck with me, um, and it's just, it's just things like that. I mean,
2: hmm.
0: Okay.
1: It's like, and you know, you see, um, I'm a big fan of SVU, Law and Order, mm. and you see a lot of these episodes. With so things- is Kim. Is he?
0: Huge.
1: It's a great show. Huge. I support it, Keon. Go (laughs) for it. But you see, like, I remember this one episode. um, And there, it actually had um, Whoopi Goldberg. She was a guest star on it. Um, And it was this girl. She did end up passing, but they found her in, like, a dog crate. And, you know, the mom... Left for I don't remember exactly what it was I don't know she left because you know she was out looking for drugs or some shit I don't know locked her up in the dock crate and wow. and it the the whole episode was about it it ended up coming back on the social workers because the their particular case manager wasn't doing their like routinely checkups so had he been there then you know he would have seen that this girl was you know malnourished and. In a fucking dog crate. Damn. And and it comes back on how just um heavy caseloaded social workers are and just you know, they expect so much from them and it's just there's there's so there's this so, so deep. It does, yeah. it does. And um, you know, I'm still very obviously new to all of the social work field and everything. I just started classes. Um, you
0: are going to be tested.
1: I am. And when I originally went into it, I want to work on a micro level. But hearing all this stuff, I want to expand more to a macro level because a lot of it comes down to like the the government systems and just the behind the scenes kind of stuff that um, that social workers don't get enough support for, um, which could really help, you know, the cases. And I don't know. There's a lot. There's so much that goes into it. Do
0: Do you know or think or have you given any thought to maybe some of this passion or, or feeling of of purpose for you being birthed from the fact that you were adopted.
1: Um, I have given some thought, but I I I don't know that that necessarily plays too much into it. Okay. Um, I think like I um, so I want to start with child welfare. I'd love to do foster care at some point. I think that that might have a little bit to do with it. I don't remember foster care. I was only in it for like four months um, as an infant. So mm-hmm. I really don't remember it at all. Um, that particular field of it might play into it a little bit. Um, but I don't, I mean, it could, it could, I don't think so. My, so my la- kind of light bulb moment um, with deciding that I want to do social work, I, you know, I graduated high school and went to um, Nova, the community college for like the first year and didn't do well for different reasons. The main reason being that I just didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Yeah. Because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I wasn't motivated to do the work. Yeah. Um, Me and some friends, we would literally show up to class. We'd be a class in time and then, like, leave together. Like, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to be there. I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Um, and so I was having a conversation a few years later with one of my old coworkers. And he was talking to me about how um, his now wife um, worked. Uh, I believe she was a teacher in like kind of like a low income area. So you have like higher crime rates, you know, the poverty, things like that. And so you're going to have a little bit more of like your troubled youth and him telling me that that was like my light bulb moment. Like that's not necessarily that particular job, what I want to do, but I want to do something that help, that helps kids. Um, yeah, so I don't think it really necessarily plays into the adoption part of it. Um, Maybe that's because I am really close with my birth mom, and so I don't have that like that perspective on it. I don't know. Um, I just I just really fucking love kids.
0: I mean, did I mean did you ever have the conversation of what fostered the desire for them to adopt a child? Uh,
1: well, my mom just couldn't have kids.
0: Okay, we so um,
1: okay. We got two brothers. We're all adopted. Um, they just couldn't. They just couldn't have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were lucky enough to end up with us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said something
0: braggadocious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, you know, balancing the scales just right. a little bit. I know, a little. I
1: know they're all thinking about, wow, Earl is really bragging.
0: You, I'm just saying you've been very humble this whole time. I'm just waiting. Just give me like a little something. <laughs> just something.
1: No, I tell them all the time. You're lucky enough to end up.
0: I have a problem. very important question to ask you. You might know what it is. Okay.
1: I think I do. Go for it. Which is perfect because this is exactly what my answer is going to be. But go for it.
0: JP. Mm-hmm. What is at the forefront of your mind these days? To
1: make a difference. To make a difference. I just yeah, you
0: change. are so ready.
1: Yeah, I was. Because I knew this was <laughs> Can't
0: coming. Can't fucking till he asked me this questions. So I'm going <laughs> to I
1: actually, I, uh, I had two responses to that one. We can dig into my real one. My other one is... Wait, so was
0: that not the real one?
1: <laughs> no, that was the real one. Oh, okay. But we're going to put a tab on that one. Yeah, yes, yes, and, yes, 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 yes. Just real quick, because my I do have another one. Go do it. <laughs> um... Uh, It's really been bothering me. (laughs) What is sour cream called when it goes bad? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Wow. But
1: think about it for a second.
0: What? Spoiled sour cream. Expired sour cream. No.
1: Oh, that sounds so boring. Or trash.
0: Trash. <laughs> trash. You pick any of those things. That's funny. What uh, What do you call...
1: <laughs> I, I mean...
0: Very...
1: That's... Uh, it, it, me see. It's, yeah. Very
0: philosophical of you. I mean, honestly, everyone listening to this is going to be spending they are like, this is the real content. This is, this this is, is what we've been this waiting this is on. What,
1: exactly. Earl's exactly. talking about
0: excellence and vision and
1: Fuck that. I pushing know the boundaries. What sour cream is called when it goes When
0: bad. it goes sour. Yeah. When it really goes <laughs> exactly. sour. Exactly. And are you looking for that? Do you want if you really, really like sour cream, are you looking for the extra kit? <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> Maybe some people, cream. some people just really, really <laughs> like sour cream. And they're like, to be honest with you, it ain't even really good until it's about a month old. That's when it's really hitting.
1: I try really hard not to judge people, but I would judge somebody who's eating. Does it, does it mold? Moldy sour cream?
0: Right? Does it? Does it? I just. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm don't not. Know. I'm not. Yeah, I'm definitely not holding on to but sour cream I long enough. But if I open that to...
1: container and it looks funky, and you're eating it for that extra kick. <laughs> Listen, we are garbage disposal. That that needs to actually go down the garbage disposal. Don't actually do that. That's great. Yeah, Don't do that. That's, that's funky. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, funky. That's funky. That's real funky. Okay. Now this real answer. The real answer. <laughs> to make a difference. To make a
1: difference. And it is it's with social work. Um, you know, I originally when I had that light bulb moment, it's just that I want to make a difference in somebody's life, whether it's one person or a whole community. Um, and that is what brought me to wanting to do social work.
0: But so, so something has to go into this self-care in order for you to do this collective care to make this difference. So on a day-to-day basis, maybe it's a week-to-week basis, I don't know how often you do think about it as, as excited you are about things. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last joke I'll make about <laughs> it's it. It's fine not, but it's cool. <laughs> what? I, I feel like, okay, that is the social work. But do you feel as though there are specific things that you need to be taking into account when it comes to yourself in order to make you the best social worker you can be?
1: Um. Yes.
0: Uh, All we need is one.
1: So I think like one of the big things is going to be like not taking my work home with me. I think yeah. mentally preparing like I, one of the guests who Ooh. my professor brought in. Um, has her phone. She's got a work phone. She leaves her work phone at work when she comes home, you know, and help to disconnect from bringing her work life home. Um, and I think that, I think it, may, maybe it gets easier the more, the longer you've done it. Maybe mm. it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but I think for like the first chunk of my career, it's going to be really hard not being so emotionally attached um, to these kids um, or if I end up working with adults at some point, you know, it's going to be really hard not to, Be able to like, you know, if there's something that I I can't help them with because of, you know, binds with like resources or the government or whatever, whatever the reason could be. It's going to be really hard for me not to do whatever, whatever possible, you know, go out of my way, whether it's like I'm giving them my own money, you know, just to bring that emotional attachment. I think that's me. Do you go to therapy? I don't. Okay. Um, I thought about it. Just,
0: um, that may be something you end up thinking about more.
1: I, I Yeah. No, and it's it, that's definitely something that I would um, want to do when it comes time. Um, okay. I know that, you know, it's not that I'm against therapy. Um, I think that everybody can benefit from therapy. Um, I guess I just haven't really had something that's where I'm like, oh, I need to go to therapy right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just haven't. Um,
0: haven't quite yet hit rock bottom. That's great.
1: Well, I don't I'm, even. That know. That was a
0: joke. Uh, I was, I, I'm not uh, saying that you gotta get. Yeah, I know it was a bad I was one. Saying.
1: But I just, so you don't have to hit rock no, bottom. No no, 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 um, but but, no, no. But but
0: but you are saying that something drastic enough, something does have to call for you to go there. Yeah. Like you're not just gonna go there now, yeah, right? When you feel like you're managing yeah. things well.
1: No, I, I the, the thought of therapy crossed my mind more when we found out that my mom was sick and she has cancer. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But. I'm, just, I'm not yeah, I'm just not there yet. Um yeah. so okay. but definitely as a social worker, okay. I think that is something that I should definitely keep keep hold of.
0: And is there anything else at all that you would like to ask me, say to me, anything like that answer can easily be no. Please don't be pressured because you do also still have your last words for the people. So if you just oh, want to just
1: How did I forget about that part? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: You texted me and said, "Are we still giving <laughs> the people their last words today? Are we still giving the last words?" No, like, I don't know. Yeah, you forget about that. Um, part.
1: well, I I would like to know what's on the forefront of your mind. I know that you've probably answered this a few times in previous ep- um episodes.
0: No, not really. People don't be asking me shit.
1: <laughs> I feel like I just listened to one.
0: Of me um, of me and my the forefront of my mind? Yeah, someone asking me that? Maybe it was a call someone I did.
1: Run. I don't know, but so, I would like to know did, what think. is on yours.
0: Um It is It is being, I'll I, I tell you, this is, this is my superpower because I feel like everything else spirals outward from it. It is just remaining, sustaining presence, trying my best to be as mindful and as present and as intentional in every step. Of every moment. Because everything worth anything to me is birthed from that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what makes me what I am. Makes you you. It, it is. It is. That's what allows me, again, to do what I do here with you or with anyone in any moment. That's what allows me to make the connections that I make with people as strong as, the, as I like them to believe uh, or as lo- as as strong as I would like to believe that they are mm-hmm. is is re- re- remaining as, as present as mindful as possible. I told you i think before we started recording on the microphones, you were saying, you know we were having the discussion of thinking about you know you should be or that you and pretty much everyone you know can be excited for things in the moment and be, you know, here to some degree, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or I I guess to a a large enough degree that fulfills you, right? But you can also in the back of your mind, be thinking about how loved ones are doing or the thing that you're gonna do after this and stuff like that. And I, how I have conditioned myself to not do that. Mm -hmm. And how I said that right now, as crazy as this may, because this sounded wild to you. So right. I'm certain it'll sound wild to the people because I don't think I've said it this way on here before. But right now, I believe this to my core. What matters most to me is the fact that I'm here in front of you sharing this moment because this is all I, and, I, and it's hard to even say have, it's hard for me to even take possession of things, but this is all I have. this is all this is all there is. Everything that happened in the past is done with. i, I can't I can't do anything with that in this in this moment, mm-hmm. right? Um clearly, through conversation and in recollection that I guess that is the gift of remembrance is being able to learn from those things and bring them into the present moment. But those moments are gone though. They're done with. And the moments that are to be had in the future or in the future, I don't have them. I could not I could easily die tonight. That that is a reality. That mm-hmm. can happen. A lot of people are like, oh, don't speak that into existence. It, it's
1: it, it's, listen, fact. it's
0: that is a fact.
1: Yeah.
0: It can happen to Probably, any I of hope us. That
1: does not happen. It can happen to it,
0: any of us at any moment. And like I said to you before this, that's what Vince was talking about mm-hmm. on here when he had his stroke. Right. You just never know. He—he, he, This man is built like a gorilla. <laughs> right. He would have never thought that that would have been him. You just you never know when things go left. Mm-hmm. That's something I really understand. I try to. This is who I have. I have you right now, right here in these microphones. So this is what matters to me. So that's that's what's at the forefront of my mind. All right.
1: I like it. I do have one more question. Okay. Um, and I don't know if you and Keon have talked about this. Uh so maybe you can if you have, maybe you can answer for him as well. But like, where do you guys see this pod going in, I don't know, I don't want to say 10 years, but like two, three, four, five years.
0: this is, we, we have not, we, we have in, in certain ways, this is in no way I, along with the, the mindfulness, the intention comes a lot of truth. I like to be an honest person. When I talk about excellence and I talk about all these people that inspire us, I realize that I am obsessive. I realize I'm a madman. I realize that it would be ridiculous to work next to me. I realize that because the things that I require are are, are remnants of excellence in greatness and passion desire zeal fervor
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and as much fun as we, if we as we have had on here i don't think that's where i don't think Kian and i want to take this to the same place okay I think that I'm not the only one to have noticed that. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm telling you, I, Erlani Hooks, am taking it to the moon. That's where I'm going. What does that
1: mean, though? I mean, do you, like, what is the progression here? I don't know. I mean, you know, like...
0: Do you mean like where, like where the studio ends? Uh, yeah, I mean, or? yeah, I
1: mean, like you have, you know, you can have like your local artists who make it on, yeah, you know, local artists. Oh, <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, like little films make it to Hollywood, or whatever. You know, something make it big on the big screen. Um, where, I mean, do you just want um, this to become a well-known podcast? You just want to get every guest that you can. Like, we're just where in years, where is this podcast? I
0: from? don't. Understand why if I continue to learn and fall deeper and deeper into this mold, even if falling deeper into this mold is becoming less of a mold, if that means that I am becoming more amorphous, lacking form, more open and free, right? Whatever, however you want to conceptualize that. I don't understand that if I why, if I keep talking into this microphone the way that I do, I don't understand why I wouldn't. Become. Very well known in the podcasting field. I, 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 I mean, aside from mechanics at work, right me not wanting yeah. me not wanting to put the work in right, right. for you know social media or uh what i'm saying to you is i've seen the progression of this podcast like you have been watching it only on behind the scenes right i'm seeing the numbers i'm seeing the returns i'm seeing the engagements i'm i'm and i'm feeling the connectivity that I like to feel from other people. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing substantial things said in those types of things like. I just heard a podcast that you did where you had a meditation. I had no idea how much I needed that. Listening to your podcast, this is making me want to be a better person.
1: Yeah, that's a big one. Right? I, can, I can speak that for myself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have no intentions of stopping this. I have no intentions of stopping this, and I and so I don't under I I'm taking this shit to the moon. I, I'm I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to reap the the benefits of of setting a plan in motion and sticking with something that you love to do mm-hmm. for all the right reasons, and it just so happens that. The, the the better you try to be, like, just as a, as a human being, the better you try to be, the more people feel connected to you, the more they love you. It's not just, again, because I may be entertaining or funny sometimes. It's It's because I think people feel the truth.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a whole plethora of reasons why I think some people love this pod and um, you know, you and Keon are so great about giving everyone their flowers, but like, right. here are yours because you guys, I mean, I I know the one thing about, well, at least in my opinion, um, that's great about listening to this. It's just, it, you just feel like you're just sitting down talking with your friends, you know, whether, um, you know, I don't know Keon. I've never, as he said, I know him as MJ's brother. right? Um, but listening to him, I you know, I feel like he could walk in here and it could be just as comfortable as if, you know, with how I know you mm-hmm. um, and you guys have done such a great job with things like that. And I love that you guys speak on so many different topics. You don't just weigh heavy on one particular thing. Um, One of my favorite things is that you guys are obviously two completely different minded people. And so, you know, Keon could say something like, Oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And you'll say something like, Oh, I didn't even think about like that or vice versa, Mm -hmm. which is really great and helpful to help people kind of open their minds a little bit more and get different perspectives. Um, And I think that you do make a lot of people. Well, yeah, I think that you guys uh, make a lot of people want to be a better person, whether it is as a whole or in one particular aspect. I think it's a great thing that you guys both talk on, um and I hope that you guys both do continue to take this to the moon.
0: Yeah, that 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 is a hard question to ask because I I definitely don't like to I I, I, I do have a hard time speaking about my plans for things and you know how big I want to take things mm-hmm. and how I how I do look at the things that I do and. In what I emit the energy that I emit, I do have a hard time talking about that because as much as you know, I make these narcissistic, egocentric, braggadocious jokes, I really don't want to come off that way. I just I see what I do. I see what I do.
1: Yeah. And I don't think you do come off that way. I think that um you've done a really good job of portraying who you are and that i don't think anyone's gonna think that you're just this narcissistic this narcissistic person who yeah you know i'm out here i'm just kind of the top tier conversationalist Mm, and this is what i do and i'm gonna stunt on you niggas
0: and and i also don't and it was hard for me because this is the first time i've relayed this information about the divergence of interest for Keon and i I don't mean to shit on him at all for anybody that's listening to this that, that really likes Keon. I like him too. I love yeah. the guy. <laughs> the thing is, he j- we just don't share the same passion for yeah. things, and that is completely okay. That is okay. And that that's completely okay. But yeah, when you tell me where this is gonna be years from now, and you know what I'm trying to do with I first of all, I don't know anyone that has love or sight for conversation like i do Mm -hmm. so you know i'm not expecting keon to feel that way he loves his djing yeah he's trying to get into the it field he's 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 doing other things and that's just completely okay but when we talk about the future yeah i'm gonna keep it a buck i i know where my head is at and we're just we're not there together yeah but yeah we'll love each other forever though Yeah. yeah yeah so that's so that's those. Those. You know, that's Still
1: that. love when he's on here. Keon, thank you for letting me take your seat for this episode. Um, no, I mean you guys started something really great, and I'm excited to see the growth with it.
0: Okay. Right, now, now you got to give some last, just <laughs> just a few last words. <laughs> now we both have to do that.
1: Um, I guess my last words would be, uh, I'm gonna put around self care. You know, whether you think that you're being selfish, I personally think that you know it's okay to take a step back from. You know that collective ser- self-care. Obviously support the people who you love and your friends. Um but you know self-preservation is a huge thing and you don't want to burn yourself out on something that you're overdoing too much because you are, you know, the yes man. Do what you think that you need to do. Um
0: The yes man or the yes ma'am?
1: Exactly. There we go. <laughs> um
0: You love these little corny bits. <laughs> i'm gonna have to
1: show you my list i'd be like how long my that fun list is probably crazy um but just you know do what you need to do and um make don't be afraid to make that change i i'm speaking that for myself as well because i am a creature of habits i like my comfort zone um but i keep telling myself that life begins at the end of your comfort zone so don't be afraid to step out do what you need to do and just grow flourish be the best person you can be
0: I do this at the, every once in a while on here. I'm just kind of feeling it now. But my last words are very simple, and it's that I love each and every one of you. And that is all.
1: I do have one more thing. Shout out to Stokes again. Um, well, I forgot to drop his handle. If you are on Insta, like most of you guys are, um, really seriously check out his comic. It is truly amazing. The artwork is absolutely beautiful. He's incredibly talented. His Instagram is either at DK Comics or at DK. DK comic Book. I think it was
0: DK Comic Book.
1: I think it is DK, DK, DK Comic, comic, comic Book. Um check him out. He's great. Love you soaks. But once again, fuck it, nigga. I'm done. <laughs> That's good. Drop the mic.
0: <laughs> Episode 91. Woo! Woo!